When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Also, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana is uh, legal in California. There's no reason you have to leave the, your house, your apartment, anything again. Okay, go to speedweed.com. They will deliver it to you. They get everything from yes. pet CBD to vape pens to oils to roll-on CBD oil to mar- everything. You name it, they have it. Mention Roasted, you get $10 off, orders of $100 or more. And the guy, Gino, is a great guy. So check him out. Go to speedweed.com. Follow them at Speedweed. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. Uh, we got a great show today. We got CB Gold back in the house. I'm here, folks. What's going on? He's alive. Uh, we also have my my life mentor, a Marine, a my, my fellow wrestling coach, uh, now a pro fighter, who amateur fighter, who wants to make his first... You, you have a first pro fight. Pro Come, debut, yeah. Pro debut. Uh, my man, Tyler Smith. Do you have... We don't have it yet. We're uh, trying to get on a card for like October twentieth, probably like I think it's a CXF. Maybe. Nice and 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 okay. And you're a brown belt. But you never wrestled in high school, college, and nope. you got you have good striking, right? Good striking or great striking? It's decent. Decent. I All felt right. bad watching. I good felt enough. bad watching the heavy bag the other day that he was hitting on uh, what, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I look good on a bag, so we'll see. We'll see if it translates. Nice. All right. Good. 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 But so, but your first fight went terrible. You lost in eight seconds. Second six. fight, you lo- six seconds. Lost yeah. decision. So guys, listen. Step up and fight this guy. Okay, you, you might win. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying Let's that. Go. So, that, so I'm just trying to get you a fight. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's just so funny. Like it's hard for some guys. Like. Because uh, they're like, oh, he's a three-time All-American, and people are like, fuck that, I'm not fighting that yeah. guy. <laughs> um, and uh, and I'm and me, I'm doing good. Uh, Vince Pichel is coming in soon. Uh, we have a great show. We got Sadiq Yosef, who just made his uh, debut on the Contender last week, had a war, war, uh, as well as my man Eric Anders, your boy. He's uh, he's gonna be calling in. We got a great, great show. Uh, I just got back from the Montreal Comedy Festival. I was. A nervous wreck when I was there because I was there and it was my wife's due date, which was last Saturday, which was the, the night of my show, and and she's like, "Go, I'm you know feeling okay," and you know I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna hop on a flight back if something happens." So I'm checking my phone the entire time, like any text from her, I'm like, "Please don't beat my water broke," you know, anything. I don't care if it's like I cheated or I grew a penis, anything but like my water broke, I'll be happy. So I, I, I actually I got a, I got a legitimate text saying, uh, "Hey, uh, we need to buy a new washing machine. Uh, is it cool if I put it on your on your uh, credit card?" I'm like, "Go ahead, no problem." Like anything but Can the I water break. My set. Yes, anything. So I uh, get there 
And uh, the first night I was there, it was cool. I, I saw people I haven't seen in years. Nick Swartzen, who actually told me a really funny jo uh, story about how he was at a bar one day at like noon by himself drinking, and uh, some <laughs> awesome. guy some guy comes in and he's like, Nick Swartzen, you know, you, you're good for nothing, just going off on him. Like you're lazy, you're this, you're that. Do you do anything athletic? And Nick actually happens to be a really good basketball player, so he's like, I'll play you right now. Uh, one on one, and so, they, so him and the, like the, the whole bar goes to the court, like two blocks away. And this guy was like his athletic, you know, gym guy, like CrossFit nerd, whatever. And Nick just started draining threes and just destroyed the guy, <laughs> a half drunk Nick Swartzen, or maybe even a full drunk, because he was telling me that story, which is kind of funny. Uh, and then I ran into a little Rel. I don't know if you know a little Rel. He has his own TV show right now. He's he on, on the Bruce Willis oh, roast yeah. the other night. Bruce Willis roast. He's uh, he was like uh, deal, he right? was one of only two funny or three funny people on the whole roast. There were a couple of them. I thought I thought Ed Norton was really good. Uh, yeah. I thought uh, the, the girl was good. Julie, uh, uh, Nikki Glaser was good. Dom Marrero was hilarious. I, I, I didn't, I didn't Dom see Dom. Uh, Dom Marrero, yeah. So I see the little, little rel I always see at the dime bar. I do the dime. He's, that's like his spot, but he never goes up. And I'm always like, I even told him, like, dude, I don't know if, I, if I'm insulting you by asking you want to go on or if I'm insulting you by not asking if you want to go on. But he's like, no, I just like, because he watches the whole show. It's not like he just, he, he was like his spot. Oh, that's cool. And then he just stays. He's like, man, I'm just watching you guys going, you guys are crazy. You know, uh, man. And he, we're talking and we're having a good time. And he goes, hey, man, I have a gala, which is like the, everyone, all the big names have galas in Montreal, whether it's. Russell Peters or Little Rel or I think Amy Schumer had a gala or Joe Coy had a gala or this one. So he's like, uh, Howie Mandel, he goes, hey, you, you want to be on my gala tomorrow night? I'm like, sure. So, awesome. so he was hooking me up. So, awesome. so, so that was awesome. And then um, I also ran into Virgil. The WWE I guy. I saw that. And yeah. that's pretty fucking cool. He, he was walk Virgil was the million dollar man's bodyguard in the WWE. And he was walking around Montreal, and I was like, Virgil, like, can I get a picture? And he was super nice, and everyone was making fun of him on my Instagram. So, did he charge you or this or that? I guess he's, you know, having he's a rough... Done, he's done signings where he's supposed to get paid, and there's been pictures posted where nobody's gone up to him. Yeah, I know, and people are always posting that, but I'm like, that's just mean. Like, that's people are like, oh, he, like, goes to signings where he's not invited, and he kind of... Sets up camp in front of, a, and I'm like, so what? So the guy's having a tough time in his life, so we're gonna ridicule yeah, so him. We're gonna shit on him. Yeah, like awesome. that. Like that's cool. the time to shit on someone yeah. when they're obviously going through it. And he was super nice to me, and I think he was actually a real wrestler in real life, like a, like a uh, did wrestler, wrestling like wrestler, in college. Yeah. I think he was like an all American or something. I mean, so I saw him. He's fucking jacked. So he, he's still he, jacked. He's still jacked. He yeah. really is. I mean, he's still walking with a limp. You could tell that wrestling's taking its toll on him. Uh, and then I ran into Fortune Femster, who. She's a big, a big comedian, huge lesbian in the lesbian in the gay community. But she's she's a big act. She's big on Chelsea lately. And I remember doing a show in uh, Minnesota, and I replaced her last minute. So the crowd was like half gay. They didn't tell everyone there. Because I, I remember being on stage, and the opening act was this, was a gay guy, and the middle act was like a lesbian. And then I go on, and the look of people's faces of like confusion. <laughs> And I'm like, what's the matter? And they're like, they're like, where's Fortune? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. They're like, I'm like, they booked me here. She's not. They didn't tell. Like, where's we want Fortune? I'm like, well, she's not coming. It's it's not a fucking practical joke on you. <laughs> and then so then these like high school kids were there, and to this day on my Instagram they still write where's Fortune every time I fucking post something. <laughs> these fucking high school kids. That's hilarious. Uh, the internet. So and then I told Fortune about that, and then I was there. I was on the same flight with Joe Coy and a bunch of comedians, and it was weird though because we got on the plane. 
and Joe Coy's in the in first class, and the rest of us are in the back. <laughs> so I'm like, Joe, I'm gonna go back there in, in my seat, and uh, but he, that was cool. And then so I, I did the I the the the, the, first, this, the day of my shows. At first, I did the little rel gala and fucking murdered it. I had so much fun, nice. and then I had I did the Kevin Hart LOL showcase, and I was on tenth out of eleven. So started at 10 o'clock and I was like in my head a little bit like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, like everyone's going to be tired because there was another comic saying he was on. Then I was like, fuck this. Like, I got a daughter. Yeah. I got I to fucking, I got to kill. And I, I treat it. I'm like, I go on the dime last every week and I just fucking annihilated. Uh, got a standing ovation. By, awesome. by what one person, but it was still that one person stood up. Uh, but I, I had so much fun, and I was annoying just, when one did, one person stands up and the rest of them are just like, "Do we do we have to?" I like, love it. I, I think it's even funnier. It's like a yeah. I'm like I'm like a a, 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 a sniper standing ovation. But it, but it, <laughs> but it was good. I actually got a um I got some cool meetings out of it with like some big agencies and like I have an agency, but some other things and like. Uh, like the word got back to the Kevin Hart's people because that's who I'm selling a show to, and they bought a show off me, and that we're awesome. So it's all good. So that's it was it so was a successful a, trip. Yeah, it came back. The wife is still pregnant, uh, and um, you know, now you know it's kind of nervous because I guess we, um, you know, I guess if it's not if the baby's not here by a week from now, they're gonna do a C-section to get her out. You know. Um, well, my birthday's on Monday, so I'm hoping that. Your daughter doesn't share the same birthday with me. For Why? Her, for her sake. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> you don't. Need you know, it was a bad day if I you was born on that. that day. It's so weird having sex with my wife, though, because I feel like I'm like close to the, the baby. Like I, I, I even, I don't want her first words being "me too." Uh, yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> I, I, I do get. And then, like, as a comic, sometimes it's hard to like, like, like my wife's like, "Hey, you want to go take a bath?" I'm like, "I don't think we'll fit." I'm like, uh, "We, can, we can go in the pool." And have you avoided buffets? Yes. Why? For her? Because well, like when my sister was pregnant, she was pregnant with twins, and like if she turned around at a buffet, you could say goodbye to all the food. Oh no, my wife's. I mean, she's. <laughs> I, I mean, no, no, it's, it's all good. Um, but what's she, uh, what's she is she craving anything weird? Uh, uh my dick. Uh, no, no, oh. she's. Um, no, she's. No, she's not. She's. She's been. Uh, she's been. She's been good. And um, then I did the dime last night. Of course, I'm back to reality in front of like six people. Uh, if that. I was having fun Always though, fun. but yeah, but you go from like the gala, a thousand people. I feel like a rock star, back to like six people, and then and then my, my buddy Jonesy almost got into a fight with this drunk kid. Uh, Jonesy's like the most peaceful guy ever, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. some guy was yes. some guy was heckling him. And he goes, "I'm gonna kick you in the fucking head," and then uh, <laughs> that. But I've, I've actually I stopped doing jujitsu for a little bit because I I was worried about my knee because I got caught in an electric chair again, Ooh. and uh, that's what I tore my ACL with. And I was like, for a week, I was like, uh. Just hoping I wouldn't take a penetration step and it would crumble. So I've started doing Muay Thai, which I love. Nice. I started. I've been doing that like at least three days a week. I got a little nervous yesterday because I went with this Russian guy, who uh, he was, you know, just going one thousand percent, going every time he would hit me. And then Courtney Casey. And then he gave me one of those things where yeah, like then they put like those like body pads on. You know how like you you wear those body oh, the weight yeah, vests. Yeah. It looks like a weight no, vest. Like the chunky. Like the like, chunky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the taekwondo protector. Yeah, and when we're doing the mitts where I'm like doing one, two, three, and then he's going body, but he's hitting me as hard as he fucking can in the body, and it doesn't hurt. 
But if he misses, I'm going to crack a fucking rib, yeah. you know? So I go up to the teacher, and I'm like, hey, man, could you just keep an eye on this guy? Like, just, I, I just, I, the last thing I need right now is, a, is like, cracked rib. The and only then, hospital we're trying to go to is for my daughter, not yeah. for me. And then, and then, my, and then my, my teacher goes, it's cool. He's just Russian. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, in that case. Uh, oh, okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, I mean, I, have, but I, I like it. I was just nervous for a second. But uh, I've been doing good. So, CB, what's doing in your life? Not a whole lot, man. Went to LFA two weeks ago at Morongo. Um, got cage side tickets from a friend. And that event was absolutely awesome. Eric Silva, who you guys remember from the UFC, made his uh, first fight appearance since the UFC. Ended up winning by first round armbar after getting rocked hard. Um, just been hanging out, running the shop, and... Uh, yeah, I think as long as Usada is not involved, Eric Silva is going to have a great career. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah I look, think what so. What did body look like? Uh, he looked good. He looked pretty ripped. He definitely like, looked like in better shape Usada. than the UFC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think they're driving out to Palm Springs to go test these guys. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, not a whole lot was graphing today at the hotel, hanging out, and uh, just glad to be back. Nice. Now and then, uh, what's Tyler? What's going on with you? Crazy story. So I'm actually going to uh, on a last minute trip to Italy for a, for a wedding. Yeah. All right. With my ex girlfriend. Whoa. And hmm. her parents are paying for it. Why? <laughs> they must really like you. <laughs> no. So she she um she got a concussion a couple weeks ago, and so she's been a little woozy and does, out of. Does bit. she know she's your she's ex? Going, yeah. She knows okay. She's my ex, so. Um, but she uh she was going to this wedding and and her her mom didn't feel comfortable having her having her travel alone right now so um i'm gonna go with her so they offered to pay for me to go are you excited now now now, how long i've never been i've never been to italy um last time i was in europe was in high school so i'm really looking forward to it and how long were you guys together for Uh, almost a year so I mean, Almost and who I, who broke know, up with who? We we broke up with each other. That's for, but that is some, such bullshit. She broke up with me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. I I tend to I tend to kind of decide what I want to do without asking anybody else. What did you do? Just, you <laughs> know, like, like rape. <laughs> just leave to leave to Texas for three months at a time. Or oh really? Stuff. Yeah. Without telling your girlfriend? No, I told her, but it was it wasn't a conversation that we had. Well, why did you leave her? her but why did you go to Texas for three months? I went I went to help hurricane victims after Katrina. Oh, that was that was so nice of you. Yeah, <laughs> but so she broke up with you because of that? Not because of that, but that was I think the icing on the cake. Oh my god! Wow. It, it caused a lot of strife, but fuck, we're good. We're on we're on good terms. I mean, we still we still talk every day almost and like you're such a you're such a nice guy while, man i tell people i'm like you're a marine you fight you're good with kids you help hurricane victims i i how, ma- how many bodies are buried in your backyard <laughs> like <laughs> they're not in the backyard oh nice <laughs> nice not in my backyard mar- he was a marine they're in different counties oh good all right that's a good, that's a good point <laughs> so hit me up for tips you know all that space in between la and vegas <laughs> oh the, yeah it's the perfect spot. that's the place to do it right <laughs> the, i mean if you're going to do it, mm. there's nothing there. Yeah. That, I, I have friends that I keep around. I, there's certain friends that I have. Aldo is a guy that I like. I love Aldo, but he's like my guy <laughs> that if I had to bury a body, he'd be the first person I call. Yeah. You know, like there are certain totally. there are certain friends. That I have some really good friends that if I'm like, hey, man, I'm going I'm to pickle. I just murdered somebody. I got to get rid of the body. Uh, they, <laughs> most people, a lot of them will be like, call the cops. Sorry. Yeah. Don't call me with this bullshit. There's, there's a handful. But there's a couple people that are like, all right, man. All right, dude, we got this. We got this. We got this. Yeah, yeah. You have to have a perpetual alibi. 
Yeah. Like somebody that will vouch for you at all times. I mean, no matter all, what. Yeah, you thought to, about this? It has to be already established. I have one. You have an alibi? I have a... Your uh, dog doesn't count. No, my, uh, my dog is not my alibi. Uh, trust me. Um, no, it's, it's my best friend, my big brother. Like, yeah. He said, any shit you get into, you were with me the whole time. Yeah. yeah. My, meanwhile, my, my dog bit the uh, mailman today. I, I went outside to dump out the cat litter. And right when the mailman came, and he runs out, and I was like, Miles, get in here. And he sees the mail guy on the sidewalk and runs up to him to nip at his ankles. The guy hits him with a newspaper, just like swiped him away. And I I picked him up, and I was like, no, no, yelling at him. I brought him back in, and he's like, I yelled him some more. I think he knows you're talking about. Yeah, and then he puts his head down (laughs) and walks away. I'm all sad right now. And then my other cat, Frankie, for some reason at 5 in the morning, keeps wanting to groom me and like licking my scalp. Like cleaning my head and sometimes yeah sometimes it means like he's hungry or out of food or there's water that's the way of waking me up but I look over there's totally food and water he just wants to be a dick so now I have to sleep next to I have a water gun next to my my, my bed (laughs) I'm not even kidding I have a water gun and I'm like all right fucker like you try to do this you're getting sprayed you know so (laughs) Do you sleep with a water gun next to your bed? I swear. your cat comes in. I swear. I, 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 this is what I'm doing. This, this is my you life. Don't it's a good sleep, plan. Good you, plan for intruders. You don't sleep much as is from what I remember. No. So like, and now I got the cat waking me up. So I'm like, all right, fucker. You're getting, you're getting squirted. You're like an hour and a half in. You're like, come on. And now really? you got a baby on the way, too. Uh, so yeah. say goodbye. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the fights over the weekend. Eddie Alvarez, Dustin Poirier. Uh, a couple thoughts about this one. It was great while it lasted. I thought that... Uh, you know, Mark Henry said it was his fault. He takes 100% of the blame. He goes, 1 to 10, it was 100% my fault for not only telling him to elbow him, but instructing them exactly well, you how... you see it. If you watch... I watched the fight again last night, and you can see him, Marcus Almeida, and another coach all at the same time going, elbow, elbow, like showing him exactly what to do. So it's like, what the hell, man? And the problem... The problem isn't necessarily Mark Henry. Well, it is, but the real problem is that fucking rule. Because you could do all these other things to somebody that are ten times worse. <laughs> who was the rep? Was, uh, it was Mark, Mark Goddard, Goddard, but I don't blame Mark Goddard. And he even said, he goes, hey, it's not my rule, but I have to enforce it. Like, everybody knows. And they said he was holding on to the cage. I, was he doing that? He I didn't did hold the cage when he got stuck in the guillotine. The first guillotine attempt when Poirier was trying to drag him down to guard, he had his hand in the cage like this holding it. I also heard at one point that Eddie pulled Dustin's ear when he had the mount. That's what he was saying. That he was, he was like giving him like a wet, wet willy yeah, or Dustin something. Or like, gave him a wet willy. That's illegal? And then, Non-playground rules. You know, and then but, I had somebody like, on Twitter geez. tweet me that before the elbow, Eddie looked for the ref. I don't know. I haven't watched it again, but it's, it said he turned around. I put it on the ground. And, um, put it on the ground so he could j- jump on it. Go on. Um, that he, yeah, that he looked around for the ref and then threw the elbow. I mean, look, the, the refs are obviously going to see it, but it's not the WWE where you're like, look the other way, and then. <laughs> yeah. uh, but at the same time, that rule sucks. That's the problem. However, once they got on the feet and Dustin lit him up, then Eddie was like, yeah, but they stood me up. Yeah, at the same time, you still could have beaten. You lost on the feet again. Sure, but it also, I mean, that that position they were in, and you know, not to say that that they would have stayed that way, but it wasn't like he was just mounted them and fucking them up when they were on the ground. Right, he pushed against the cage and he was sitting on them. Like, right, 
trying right. to find an angle to strike. So, you know, it yeah. wasn't like he was, he was ground and pound the shit out of him and then they got stood up. 100%. It wasn't so, like a John Jones, Matt Hamill situation. Yeah. You know, like... Right. So hats off to Poirier. Um, Great fight. Uh, I do... Uh, I, look, Eddie Alvarez can fight 100 times. I will watch every single one of his fights. The Absolutely. guy... He's now a free agent. Do you think the, re, the UFC re-signs him? Or? I don't think for the, as, much, as much money as they originally signed him. They gave him a, like a huge contract coming from Bellator. Uh, and I think that... Um, I don't know. I mean, I, what is he going to do? I don't think he has anything else to prove. That's, nothing, that's the problem. It's like... To prove. I mean, UFC it's champion. You've reached the and, it's a, and save your brain cells, man. I, the, the guy's taking so many punches to the face. What does he have to prove? It's not a guy like Ben Askren who was literally taking no damage in 17 right. fights except for that one fight with the guy who... With the eye poke, whatever that. Uh, but you know, this is a guy who's been in war after war after war. So, what do you have to prove, Eddie Alvarez? Uh, thank you for all the memories, and and you know, do something else. Any, who wouldn't hire Eddie Alvarez to to put their name on their gym? Eddie Alvarez's gym in Philly. Yeah. You oh, wouldn't go absolutely. to that. I mean, there's a. Absolutely. Hopefully, he made a lot of money he and saved money. it. Uh, he's a, he's well spoken. He could be a commentator. He and he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's going to spend money on bullshit. No. You know, and getting cars and but side chicks. But if he wants to keep fighting, like keep fighting and and make money. You know, <laughs> go where they're going to pay you, and make your money. The problem is going off on a loss. That's I think the biggest issue is that, you know, these guys in their heads for some reason are only as good as their last fight. And that's what kills these people. That's what BJ Penn it keeps but fighting. But I don't know. If, I don't know if Bellator feels that way. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Eddie Alvarez thinks but I, that. But I'm saying, like, in terms of money, like they're still going to offer him money. You know, he'll. Uh, yeah, money. but he left Bellator for the UFC, they, and they might take that personally. But he left under the, the Buren Rebney regime, right? I don't think he left think under, so. under, it wasn't, Coker. It wasn't under Coker. And Coker was yeah. a strike force guy. Eddie was, so they probably have a good relationship. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Coker so Coker seems to be a, a pretty smart guy. So. So, also, um, Alex Hernandez is a star. Uh, that, that kid took the uh, Benil Darius fight on two days' notice and knocked him out cold. Uh, I was at that fight. Now he beat uh, OAM, and uh, OAM is a, is a, a great fighter. Uh, and he, he made it look easy, actually. And Hernandez is pissed about his performance. Really? He went on yeah. there, and first off, he said, OAM, the hype train behind him was bullshit. The kid's not even that good. I should have done way better. I shouldn't have gone to the judges. All this stuff. And, like, they were like, you know, Alex Hernandez with a win, but he ain't happy, and there's still beef after the fight. And I read the whole thing. I'm like... You look like you fought a guy that's very versatile. That's a, what is he? He's a young Mexican kid from Texas, right? Is that is that what is that yeah, what he is? He's like a young professional. Like he he's got his degree and then started fighting. Like, but he still has that Mexican like fighter business, mentality, yeah, though. Some, I don't know, man. I think he like he seemed like he was more like preppy side. Oh, really? Like, I got something to prove. Oh, yeah. good for him, man. Well, yeah. good for him because I was shocked. Was, I, I, I I took Darius in that fight. Uh, I bet on him. I was like, dude, Darius, are you kidding me? And then it, uh, that was crazy. I had OAM in this fight. Yeah, so Hernandez. I think everybody had OAM in this fight, and and I don't know what happened. Like it looked like he just got tired after the first round. Like it looked like he might have gassed himself. OAM or Hernandez? The, uh, OAM, in the in the grappling exchanges, because that second round came and he just looked beat. Like you could see on his face that he just looked he looked exhausted. So maybe he's cutting a lot of weight or something. I was going to say, knows. he's a really big 155-er. Yeah. Yeah, a really giant. big 155-er. And then Aldo Stevens. That fight, you know, look, Aldo looked amazing, but that fight could have went Stevens' way, too. I mean, it was 
that was a coin flip. I picked Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, I thought was almost gonna have him out. Although it looked like he was hurt, but man, that body shot! Wow. It was, it was a double. It was like a right hook, left hook to the body. Hit at both sweet spots. I don't think I've seen Jeremy Stevens hurt like not hurt like that, but like wincing like that. Like oh shit! But he was still pissed. They stopped it though. Yeah. Oh yeah. And was, I think another ref that. might have let that go longer. He, I mean, I think it was a good stoppage. He stopped it right on the first real clean headshot, and he kind of bounced his head off the canvas. So I see, I mean, I can see where the rest It sucks in, for Stevens because he's getting so close. Yeah. Uh, he just yeah. keeps getting so fucking close. And then, and then, uh, and it's funny also, like, I was talking to him, I was trying to get him to do one of the, uh, the MMA awards. I was trying to get him to do something, and I wanted him to do that, like, who the fuck is that guy? And then like something, <laughs> and then uh, like a parody on that. And he was still angry about that. So I was like, I couldn't get him to do it. And his manager was saying that he got basically got set up. I think it was one of those things where like they were there and the people behind them were like telling the other fighters, hey, say something or speak up. Yeah. And then he does it and then he just gets then, fucking yeah. murdered. Oh. <laughs> so I think he, I, I'm, I don't, like, you don't quote me on that. I don't know if that's what happened, but it felt like that's what happened. Uh, I felt bad for Tisha also. Because she's also right there. Uh, but Joanna's another beast. If Tisha had more power, just Rose, I think, just has Joanna's number. And I don't know if Rose is going to beat that little uh, bulldog of, of a, the, what's that? Jessica Andrade? Yeah. Well, she has to beat uh, Kovalkovich, Kovalkovich first. That fight's coming soon. But I have to guess the winner of that fight gets Rose next. Yeah. And Rose is in L.A., She's cornering J.J. Aldrich this weekend. I saw her a little earlier. Um, I just, I don't understand why Joanna's like, she's making excuses. She doesn't want to fight me. She's not the real champ. You were 0-2 against her. Yeah, there should be an interim title created if she's not going to defend. And I'm like, even if there's an interim title created, you're not exactly in the picture right now Come with one win. And it wasn't like she completely dominated Tisha. It was a pretty close fight. I thought Tisha won the first first round i think i thought it was closer than a 30 27 across the board it was a very close it, it was a very close 30 20. it was like every round like i was watching with the sound off at a restaurant like in between shows but it was clear that joanna won the fight yeah um and it was clear that if tisha had a little more power she might have won the fight and well, she was tisha, she was catching her but just not yeah, hurting her she, rocked, she she hurt her once she hurt her once it looked like but she she kept like i don't know what that that game plan when she was just pushing her on the fence and she wouldn't change. Cause I don't, cause I, I don't know where she thought she had the advantage. Yeah. I mean, she was going for that takedown, but she wasn't switching it up at all. She wasn't changing levels. She was just pushing her up. And at one point, even Joanna's, you know, reversed her and she was winning that battle. So it's like, yeah, it was a weird fight. With something else. When, when your go-to isn't working, try something, especially in the third round when you know you're losing. Go. But there's a video of Tisha twerking afterwards yeah, at a party, a lap dance, giving lap dances, and uh, it was very hot. She's a hot chick. She is and a hot she, and chick. I, and I remember when she was straight. Uh, <laughs> I, I did. She used to bring her boyfriends to my shows. And then now she's obviously very happy, and she's obviously into Raquel. And they, she's make a, hot, too. Yeah, another very hot woman. But, but Tisha's, Tisha could get it. I mean, if I was single. But uh, she's, she definitely... She was single I, she, she wasn't a lesbian. Yeah. She, dude, there's a little... There's, a, there's, there's like a, a, a gif or a gif, whatever they call it, of her 
getting angry that they took her bed on the Ultimate Fighter, storming out of the room, and she like she looks so muscular and pissed, and like people were were like there was a threat on the underground about it, and people were like, yeah, I, I've had many girls leave the room that pissed after sex. It's just like, Rrr. I actually told her about it. She was laughing. She's like, find that for me and send it to me. I so. um, I honestly expected more more aggression from Joanna. I figured coming off of two losses, was, which this could be a definitive return, I expected more aggression, more firepower, like the old Jessica Penny fight. The, well, listen, the my young fight. grasshopper, I'll tell you something. When you lose two fights in a row, your confidence goes. Okay? No, I know. And a lot of times, you just need that one win just to get on the winning streak. And I think that's what that, this was. And I, I know it from, from a lot of times. I know it from when I used to wrestle. I know it from I talk to fighters. A lot of times, you just got to get that win. And even as ugly as it is, just get the W and get back on the winning streak. You don't streak. want to risk the 0-3. That, and there's all kinds of doubts going through your head, and you start questioning how good you really are. And, and the American top team, I mean, she was 0-2 with ATT, right? Yeah. Had, had, had she won before that with ATT? Uh, I, don't, I feel she like she might there? have been there right before the Rose fight. Maybe she won a fight before that, but you start questioning your coaches, and maybe I'm doing everything wrong, and yada, yada. So... A lot of times you just need that one win. Uh, I'll tell you, Cajun Johnson, uh, I don't really know Cajun Johnson. I think he badmouthed me on Twitter a couple times. I, I don't know. I've, I've had no interaction with him other than my friend uh, Aaron, who did a fake podcast pretending he was uh, Ally Aquinta and called into his podcast as I Aquinta and did an interview for 30 minutes where he thought he was interviewing Al. But anyway, so, uh, <laughs> which was pretty funny. But this dude, I don't understand him. Like, he weighs in. Goes to shake Dana's hand, and then does the psych, or you know, like when you're like when you're in fifth grade, you're yeah. like, hey, how's it going? They're like, gotcha. You brush your hair. Like, hair, hey, dude, yeah. you remember that's your boss? Yeah, that's the president yeah, of the you, fucking and UFC. Dana didn't even laugh. He was just like confused. Yeah, like, like why you're not would Conor McGregor, bro? Like, <laughs> why would you do that? Plus the fact that your boss is giving you a job when you're one of the biggest speakers for Project Spearhead, which goes against the UFC. So you'd want to keep him on your good side, especially, you know, taking another loss. And he's right. It's not like he's murdering people in the UFC, right? What's his record? It's, it's what, 2-2 two and two in the UFC or something? Or uh, No, he's actually... Uh, I mean, four and two. Okay, so it's four then and he, two. He also yeah, did get his two. jaw broken by Chad LaPreece on The Ultimate Fighter years ago. He's been very... Inactive. Spotty and I know only he's a, one finish. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but why would you do that? I, I don't know what he was thinking because uh, it didn't really go that well. People were just like, even like the things on Twitter were like, I'm not even a, people were like, I'm not even a Dana fan, but this is really dumb of this guy to do that. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then to get, still some common sense left. And then the to get finished in one round after that, it's like, ugh. I'm just saying if he, if he gets cut, it's that fake handshake. And, yeah. and also, if he gets cut, he may end up in the PFL or the Bellator where he's fighting guys that are almost as good, if just as good, for less money. Uh, and it's yeah, he's now He's not what? really attracting himself for a big paycheck no matter where he goes. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin Kukajin, who I like her a lot, uh, against who she fights. She Alexis fought, Davis. Alexis Davis. I like Kate. That, the grunting... <laughs> you know, it's Monica Sellis and Steffi Graf all over again. I mean, like, you, you don't. It's weird. Like sometimes I'll, I'll be 
Like, I, you know, and you have sex with a girl and you hear her going, ah, ah, ah. And then you're like, oh, did you orgasm? Like, no. You know, that's what, <laughs> what the fuck was all that build up? That's what I kind of feel like when I'm watching this. I'm like, ah, 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 ah. Like, hey, hey. But like, what, Tyler, you, you train like hard. What is that? It's the, it's the ki. It's the ki. It's real. It's real. It's because it's forcing you. What it's doing is forcing you to, to exhale and like tighten everything up when you throw that strike. So you're not just like a loose stomach. Like if you get countered, it's everything. Hey, you know, I like it. It's I real. mean, look, I like Caitlin a lot. She's cool as shit. You don't have to yell. She's hot. <laughs> I just I don't get it. Uh, and it's just it's strange. But you know what? Every time you, you do it, you, the, the judges think you might have landed a punch. Exactly. I thought she beat Alexis Davis. Uh, I thought it was close, but I thought she won. Dustin Ortiz had that fucking sweet head kick. That was amazing. That was not, to be honest, not expected. Really? Yeah, M Matthews Nicolau, tough kid, Nobu Unyao kid. But Dustin Ortiz lately has just been on a fucking tear. Yeah. Dude, he le I think he left Rufus Sport. I forgot what camp he joined up with. But since then, the kid has been a stud. With I a think he's at CES. Isn't he out here? He might be or CSA out here. or something or C. I mean, the the kid's good. The one the one question I have with you know Caitlin and and Dust uh, no Dustin actually did it. There were a few guys, few fighters on the card, and I, and I was wondering what you guys think about it when you win and they're like, who do you want to fight next? Well, I'll do, I'll fight whoever the UFC gives. It's so me. dumb. Call somebody you out, right? Call somebody out. Yeah. No matter who it is, even if you're number thirty five in the world, I want a title I mean, shot. Even I don't, don't, I don't know. I don't know why they do that. Because more the, more often than not, if you call somebody out. They try to make that fight happen. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. call out the person you yeah. want to fight. And it doesn't have to pick a guy that's that's ten spots ahead of you. Yeah. Right. You know, if you're you not ranked, it. if you're not ranked, pick a guy that's that is ranked, you know, between fifteen and thirty. Just right. call somebody out. I think I think there's a like I think the problem day. is like there's a superstition of like People that called out fighters are like lo like losing. Like I they, wish we could get a stat. Like yeah, we could get the, the ratio of the two of like call out to next fight and see like did you win, did you not? Right. I think that's one of the case. And also, yeah, it is weird. Well, it uh, also helps you craft your next opponent too. Like you can call somebody if you're a wrestler, if you're a good wrestler, and you know somebody has boo boo wrestling, like call them out. Right. Like, okay, I'm gonna pad my record. Like, did you say boo boo? Did you say boo boo wrestling? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's boo boo. I don't know. All Shit right. Uh, um, but you know, like, the UFC is not gonna do it for you. They're not gonna build your record for you. So, no. So if you want to play that game, do it. You know. And then uh, McDessie versus Pearson. That was a fucking war. Banger. Another one. I mean, I think Pearson at this point should just do bare knuckle boxing because uh, I think he'd be the champion. Is that dude is a as a, a head. 24 yeah. or 25 fights in the UFC. I can't count 10 opponents off the top of my head that he's faced. Never never an idea that he had 25 fucking UFC fights now. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Vince just showed up. Uh, and then... Poirier, man. I, like, you same don't think thing. about that. He has 20 wins in the UFC. You look like, at... Yeah. yeah, you try to think of his record. You're like, holy shit. For some reason, I remember the yeah. losses more than the wins. Though. Yeah. Like, like the Cup Swanson... Right, and then a couple other of those fights. I mean, that Korean zombie fight that was up for, I think, fight of the year at one point. And then uh, Nina beat Randa. Randa looked great in the first, and then uh, hit a wall somehow. But uh, I like Randa. I actually missed that one. I'll tell you who I felt bad for was Nick Newell last week because he finally got a shot, and they put him up against a, a wrestler, a team alpha male, who was, like a, I think, an All-American, who was a better wrestler than Newell, and... 
I kind of felt bad for the other guy because he everyone in the world's rooting against him. Because right. Nick Newell has one arm. So well, all of if a sudden, he beats him, then there's that, that no, no pun intended, handicap of like, yeah, you beat him, but you beat a guy with one arm, you know. Right. Like, yeah. Or like, you know, I, I used to train jiu-jitsu with a guy who was missing half of one leg, and you're like, well, I'm not going to pass to that side right. because it seems cheap. Right. Like, it's a cheap maneuver. So it, it's but like, it's time, tough to do. probably pissed that you don't pass that side. Yeah, you know I mean? they're like, well, if you're going to just keep going hey, to the one hey, side. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, be nice. Vince just walked in. It's a rough in. situation to be in because you, you lose, you lost to the guy, you win, you fucking. It's like, oh, well, you beat a guy with one arm that hasn't fought in, you know, four years or whatever it is. So, yeah, I think it, so. It's a tough situation for the guy that beat him. No, I, I don't remember. Did he get the contract? The guy uh, that beat Nick Newell? I, I don't think he did get the contract, but the thing is, is like, also. Yeah, it's hard when the, when the guy's handicapped, but it reminds me of like when I, we used to wrestle, there was like a blind school where the kids were all blind. And, uh, and the thing was, is like, well, they, it was hard to wrestle them because you had to touch them at all times. Like you couldn't just check, like check. climb behind them and then just fucking tackle them, you know, which I thought would have right. been kind of cool, you know, like just to start like tackling blind kids. Like, all right, I, I'm, let me go and like, just jump uh, behind them. Yeah, like that wouldn't, I mean, that, not that wouldn't have been cool, but, but it was like they were, had the advantage in some ways because you're not used to that kind of wrestling. Yeah, they have it, that contact already. Yeah, whereas... They uh, jiu-jitsu too. Like, oh, really? jiu-jitsu tournaments, there's... there's uh, there's one guy I always see. I think he's a purple belt, but they just start him off in like the traditional judo grips, you know, collar sleeve grip, and then go from there. And he always fucks people up, dude. Yeah, because that's like fucks his style. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, remember that one guy that had no arms and no legs that fought? There was what they did a do- they did a documentary on him, and uh, yeah, they did that little like. It was was it a karate or a taekwondo thing? No, he did a, an actual fight, but like you weren't allowed to uh, to kick him. Because uh, I guess they were afraid that you could like boot him into the crowd or something. And um, <laughs> but two and a half feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a sixty-yard field goal. Uh, so, so Vince is here. Uh, Vince, we have to have an update uh, on Jesse Jess. Uh, uh. The, the last time you were here, you guys, there was a lot of sparks flying everywhere. <laughs> she was into you. Uh, I, she was, she was in love. You were in love. What happened? Uh, we haven't hung out yet. We're still talking. Though. We still text and talk here to there. Still flirting? Yeah. Um, we might hang out soon. I'm not sure. We'll see how it works. You got to give us an update because uh, she seemed like she wanted the D. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard you broke Joe's heart with that one. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even do anything yet. <laughs> nice. And then, and then I, 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 have you talked to Jessica I? You a no, big man. Thing? I keep like responding to stuff on her story and like shooting little DMs here and there and like, hi, hi, Jess. Okay, so yes. <laughs> she hasn't said anything back. I'm like, what the hell, man? Is she following you? I don't Awkward. think so. Uh, okay, so we Awkward. got Vince here. So Vince, how's the, how's the training going? Training's going pretty well. I actually just got back from uh, Ohio. I was in Canton, Ohio. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, pretty good. I was helping a friend train and get prepared for his first amateur MMA fight. And uh, nice. did, did, did he win? He did win. He got a TKO in the third round. Nice. I Facebook lived it. I got yelled at by the referee because I went in the cage afterwards, all excited. It was like. <laughs> Oh, now this was a yeah, fan man. of yours in the show, you know I'm in the UFC, and he invited you out to train him. When yes. I, and I wasn't, and you were living in his basement, or where were no, you no, staying? He had an extra bedroom <laughs> in his house. Uh, you know what's funny is he is okay. His name's Scott D- Dylan Scott Bush. He's the only guy that I've ever allowed 
or accepted a Facebook friend request that I didn't actually know. Okay. He's the only person I've ever done that. Like, and then, I don't know my Facebook. I had no person. Now, did he fly you out? He paid for everything? Yes, he did. He flew me out there, um, let me stay in his house. He got a whole room for me, um, and I basically just trained with him all week. Were there any, any Ohio chicks that were, like, all over you? Or um, There was a couple cute chicks out there, but I didn't get none. Not you saving it for... Smart, Jess to Jess. That's yeah, a, that's tr- some that's some. Oh yeah, I'm that is some that A plus badge right there. So, <laughs> all right, cool. So you, you your boy now. Do you now? Now normally you don't coach though. Like is this was a different no, coaching. No, I don't. You know what? Coaching is really hard for me because it's hard for me to to. This is gonna sound real bad. It's hard for me to teach a retard to be normal. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I, it's hard for me to teach people things if because it's hard for me to explain. I guess maybe it's my fault. It's hard for me to explain things to certain people. And uh, I have I have really thin patience. Okay, right. <laughs> are you more, so I just are you don't more do like it. a natural? Like you you pick things up quickly. Yes, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an unconscious so competence. When people don't, you're like, come on, man. Like, yeah, I showed it to you ten times already. Yeah, and yeah. I get mad if, if I show something, especially if it's multiple times and they still don't pick it up. And uh, like I'm just like fuck, I, I walk away, I give up. So they, they uh, this week, so they finally, so I got a shout out on looking for a fight this week. I don't know if you watch it. So a couple weeks ago, Dana White calls me up and he's like, hey man, him and Matt Sarah, we, we have this thing. It was right after the podcast. He's like, I got this thing where I got to write a uh, blues song that we're, we're, we're in the South and you know, we got to write the blues song. I don't know how to write a blues song, but I had to look it up. I Googled. He goes, you could roast me. <laughs> Sarah's like, roast me. Uh, uh, Dean is like, roast me. So I stay up all night writing like three songs. And I write these long ass songs about Dana's wife or his like life awesome, and man. this and that and, and everything. I just uh. trash him. <laughs> fucking trash him <laughs> and i trash i was calling dean thomas precious and, and i was oh, like shit. matt i was making fun of matt sarah saying he could fly in the overhead bin i, I just had one and it was these i don't think he'd fit so then yeah, i got not if they had a weight restriction on that fucking thing jesus so then i got a text back from like dana go we need to talk uh, 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 like <laughs> we need to talk. are you breaking up with me and i was like <laughs> at seven in the morning i'm like what happened he's like bro these are hilarious, but I can't say this fucking shit. And like, are you guys, <laughs> are you crazy? He goes, Anderson Silva's boner. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot what I rhymed with Anderson Silva's boner. But he's like, I, I can't I had to say. Have been good. What do you rhyme with boner? He was like, Silva's you could boner. say this. You're the comedian. I come on, man. Just I, 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 all I need is like one verse. I I wrote like like a fucking like a like a nine fucking yeah, page. Yeah, you totally like, overdid it. Uh, way overdid it. Overdoing it. So then he, so then he hires five other guys because like real songwriters, but like Sarah and Dean killed theirs, and then Sarah gave me a shout out, which was nice. Awesome. So uh, upcoming fights that are uh, have been announced. Uh, we we went over the fights. You watched the fights over the weekend, Alvarez and. I did actually. And what what are your thoughts about Poirier Alvarez? I all knew that? Poirier was gonna finish Alvarez. I didn't know it was gonna be that quick. I thought Alvarez was gonna blow his wad a little sooner before uh, Poirier got that finish. What do you think of the uh, stand up? Of what? When they stood up, uh, Alvarez. Oh, I mean Poirier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Illegal elbow. Yeah. Oh my God, Alvarez is a fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> Why does he do that? Why does he? Do- he knows it's illegal. But His you know what? Told him to. Yeah, I saw that later too. I uh, I saw that later. The little I saw a video of the coaches circling. He's like doing this. I'm like, I'm like, no way. He fucking listened to his coach. His coach said that, and then he did it. Like that's that's. But double don't you think the me. problem should also be that that, that elbow shouldn't be illegal? Well, yeah, but I it is. Yeah, I kind of feel like that. That's kind of a stupid elbow to be illegal. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I mean, but now, now, do you think that that made a huge difference in the fight? As far as like, you think Eddie got kind of screwed? I think, I think yes, because look at the position Eddie was in when he did it. He had him, he had him fully mounted up against the cage. Poirier was stuck, just eating shots. He could not get out of there. He had his legs laced up. There's no way Poirier was going to gather anytime soon. He was going to eat a lot of shots. 
So when Alvarez threw that elbow, that was like a, that was a get out jail free card for Poirier, man. He let him out. No, no, I know. Afterwards, Eddie was like, "But that stand up, though, like, I mean, but they just are from a, a neutral position. Do you think Eddie?" Okay, well, let's say he didn't stand him up. The other alternative is take a point. Would he rather have a point taken than have them stand it up and he gets the same position? Right. Probably. I probably would have, honestly. Yeah, yeah probably. Now that I think about it, now, now that I yeah. say it out loud and, and it makes sense in my <laughs> fucking head. Yeah, I'll take point. <laughs> I'll take that point. You got a five-round fight. You got time to make it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, five. But, you know what I mean? It's Poirier. Like, that's a, still, that one, you don't want to lose that point either. Now, honestly. do you think Eddie was, he was grabbing the cage and giving him what willies, like they said? Who said that? Is that what was that? Yeah, yeah. They said, they said he, um, <laughs> Dustin said he gave him a wet willy, and then somebody told me he pulled his, that Eddie pulled Dustin's ear at some point. I could probably, I I'd probably see something like that happening because I remember watching <laughs> in the fight, and then I think Poirier was talking shit to Alvarez. They were talking back and forth while they're in a kind of a weird position. I Have you ever given anybody a wet willy in a fight or no? No, and I, I fucking hate when people try. give me willies. <laughs> when people give me willies, that shit makes me mad. I just instantly cock and, and throw a punch at him. I'm looking like, at your ear so right mad. now. I don't think anybody could give you a wet willy. Yeah, not yeah. on this side. Like a jam. Dude, when I was in high school, my ear was worse than his. I had surgery in my ear after high school because back to then. To fix it? Yeah. It was way worse than yours, and like my ear would turn do, purple. Like the, drill, like the Dremel in there. Yeah, they had, yeah. I, I had to wear like a cast on do? my head for a fucking like they had to recarve the whole ear. <laughs> my ear was purple. The only chicks that were into it were like goth chicks. Like, it, was, it was terrible. So, like, really, so really albino gingers. With yeah, like, all black. Yeah, they like, they were like cool the ear. It's purple. I'm like thanks. Like it's, 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 it's like a fucking ear. it's like a mood ring or something. Uh, <laughs> now I, now th- this week a lot of good. First of all. Uh, they're saying McGregor Khabib is almost ready. Uh, they're almost. I keep seeing stuff about October. October in Vegas. Have they agreed I, anything? I hope so. I, October, October 6th or seventh. Connor was walking around New York City yesterday and today, and other than the chick who asked him for a dick pic that got thrown out of the area, was that you in a wig? No. He, okay, go on. He got <laughs> thrown out for asking for a dick pic. The, a girl went up to him and was like, "When can we get a dick pic?" And security was like, "Get the fuck out of here." Oh. Um, but a bunch of people asked him. He said, "It's very close. It's not official, but it's very close." I think that's what's gonna. What happen. do the girls look like who asked for a dick pic? Were they hot? I didn't see the girl. Oh. Yeah, I, did, I didn't. They didn't show <laughs> the her. Creature. <laughs> literally, the, the camera that was on Connor stayed on Connor the entire time, and you just hear the voices from behind the camera because you had a bunch of handlers and security that was like, you know, get out of the way. What the fuck the you way. doing, lady? Get okay, the fuck so out you, of here. Okay, so you think the fight's gonna be made or what? I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Now, I for some reason I really think that Connor's a terrible matchup for Khabib. He stands straight up, his chin's in the air. And he walks forward. Oh, yeah. The only thing I do know, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not saying it will change his game to take Khabib on, but I do know that Connor has brought in Jordan Burroughs to teach him wrestling. So I think it's a step in the right direction. I'm not yeah. saying it's going to save him. I'm just saying that it's, it's, it's a different kind of wrestling, been, though. He's I mean, had but it for a while. It's a different kind of wrestling. I mean, yeah, but that's all a, he's worried about is the takedown at this point. Yeah, but Jordan Burroughs, I mean, Jordan Burroughs can probably emulate any wrestler in the world, right. and he's, he's that good. Should just bring however, yeah, however he that Russian-style wrestling yeah. is not the yeah, same as lot, the American yeah. explosive. He's not shooting, you know, blast doubles Khabib's at not, from Khabib, 10 feet away. Yeah. Just fucking <laughs> bear hug, bear hug, don't let go. But, but if Jordan Burroughs watches Khabib's fight, he probably could emulate exactly what he's going right. to do. Yeah, I, I, I liked what Khabib said about the bear. Somebody asked him about the bear. He goes, do you want to give the bear a rematch? He goes, if he makes weight, I'll give him a title shot. No, he told me that. No, we, we, on the podcast, when he called in, we had... Oh, that was where I That was us. Oh, I asked him if the, who was better, Anthony Pettis or the bear, and he said the bear was better than Anthony Pettis. <laughs> uh, now, That's kind of fucked up. Now, okay, so 
Yeah. Now, who do you think wins this fight, Vince? I don't know. Um, I honestly, I honestly kind of want McGregor to win, <laughs> but but I think I think Khabib's gonna beat him. Really? Yeah, and I'm like I'm usually against McGregor too because I just want to. I have the exact opposite feeling where I want Khabib <laughs> to win, but I just feel like he's this, the way that he was fighting against Ally Quinta, he would have gotten knocked out by McGregor. Yeah, I think so too. That's the thing. It's like you can't. But you he can't wasn't fighting for Al. Punches. He was fighting for. Um, he was planning for Tony, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. And that yeah. got changed, that thing. got changed last minute. Same thing. You can't like. He he's walking in like like B J Penn on his comeback, standing straight up with his with his bouncing around on his toes but like, he's always been like that i know but yeah, yeah. he hasn't been getting hit by conor mcgregor left hands and Cobb's yeah. not playing touch butt in the park but they're gonna tell him <laughs> but they're gonna tell him that at aka right i mean they're gonna of course of course but whether he does it or not that's the you know he's been fighting one way for 20 years. i would love for him to just maul mcgregor that would just be amazing if he just throws him around the octagon and submits him it would him. be something to see well Cobb did be. say he doesn't want to finish him early he wants to hurt him Cobb also says if they put him in a room together for a world tour he's gonna have a hard time not trying to attack him he's uh. Khabib seems really pissed off and what's scary is it's like yeah, ireland versus russia at, at, the, at that that fight in vegas oh my god no thanks dagestan versus <laughs> ireland no thanks <laughs> i'm staying lot, far away a lot of track suits yeah. <laughs> 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 could you imagine that i mean wow i mean the irish the irish a lot of stripes in that crowd because i I've, I've been to three mcgregor fights and the Irish fans, look, I know they're fans of the podcast, sure, but they're the loudest, most obnoxious people. They they're like, shut down the MGM. They're like, the, yeah, the, they're like Eagles. Fight. They should, no, and even after that, either the Aldo or the another one, they shut down the they're MGM. They're like Eagles fans times 10. <laughs> it, it's unbelievable. They uh, yeah, they weren't letting anybody in or out of the MGM because the Irish, and then that dumb dude jumped in the octagon in the lobby and climbed the lion, and uh, then, like, uh, eight uh, cops were trying to get him down, oh, yeah, and he's I just singing that. and waving the flag and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, going to be crazy. The more you try to stop them, just the more aggressive they get, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And their antics always up. Yeah. Well, they're not used to our cops either. Yeah. They're, they're used to European cops who are just like, oh, hey, sir, please. Because yeah, like, yeah. they like, don't have guns, they, right? The drunker, like, oh, they get the stronger. Will you please just stop? Well, don't they not have guns in Europe? No. Yeah, so like, their cops don't shoot. Yeah, the cops have no authority in like Europe. Uh, so Style Bender versus Derek Brunson, they're saying, is going to be booked for Fuck, MSG. Ooh, I'm excited for that one. Brunson's going back at it. On yeah, Twitter. It's I love style, I love like the style manager, like, his little shit talking. I love his <laughs> antics, dude. The way he talks shit, it's so funny. I, I don't know, man. Derek Brunson, I think might win this fight. I think it's Derek a major step up. He's got to be smart. He can't Asanya. do his old yeah. style of fighting. Don't of just, do the Whitaker. Yeah, just where he just runs like a Tasmanian devil and see who gets knocked out first. But yeah. if he's smart, like I know he can be, I, I think he beats Stylebender. You? I think he could too. Definitely, just like exactly like you said, but. Stylebender so crazy and that dude's so elusive. Like, I think he'll. I think I'm just picking him apart from the outside. Honestly, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't I think. think he will. I don't think Brunson's striking can can hang with with. Yeah. Oh no way! Just technically, you know. So he's just he knows that. But he hasn't fought a wrestler yet, Stylebender. Brunson's he was a two-time two All-American wrestler. Down defense and jujitsu off his back more than anything. Brad Tavares is a is a good enough wrestler. Like he's, he's good enough at pushing you up against the cage and putting that pressure. Yeah, on but Brunson was a two-time yeah. All-American, college All-American. Tavares never wrestled in high school. True. Yeah, and I feel like Tavares is Tavares is kind of on, on the, the way, way down. down. Yeah, 
And he's been Could super be. hit and missy and kind of yeah. like just getting worse to me, honestly. As so as that sounds, because I really like him. So PFL this week, actually, once again, nobody knows about it, but the card is amazing. The card is amazing. Uh, Jason High, who doesn't like me, uh, but <laughs> he's, a, he's a recent injury replacement too. He stepped in on short notice. So he, why, why doesn't he like you? I have no idea. But he was like, anybody who retweets MMA roasted, I'm going to unfollow. I'm like, really? Yeah, he got out of nowhere. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, man. Like, okay. I'm gonna retweet all your stuff. Retweet with comment. So he's fighting this guy, Nathan Schultz, who I never heard of until he just destroyed Chris Wade, who's a good fighter. Chris Wade is a great fighter. Chris Wade is a good fighter. And this guy, Nathan Nathan Schultz, just beat him up bad. The guy's name is Nathan? Yeah. uh, I think. Uh, not Israeli. I think he's from another guy from Dagestan or one of those places. Uh, I'm thinking Natan Levy. Uh, yeah, I think I think Natan wins this fight against Jason High. But Jason High got fucked his last fight against uh, what was Escudero, right? Or they called the fake tap. Who yeah, was it? I think up? it was Escudero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, and then he pushed the ref again. The no, the no tap. But didn't but didn't push him that hard, so he didn't get any. Also, Vinny Magalish taking on Brandon Housley. Uh, Emily Whitemire's best friend, right? What was that? Emily Whitemire's best friend. Oh, yeah. Did you see the video of (laughs) her at the gym last week? Okay, 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 we're going to explain for Vince. So she trained at that gym, I guess, with Syndicate, uh, Emily Whitmire, and Vinny was her coach. And then, then, or one of the coaches. Then he went and coached the girl, Jamie Moyle, who was fighting her. And then after the fight, he said, I'll never, I'll never train again. I'll never coach against you. And he did, I guess. Oh, yeah. And, and she then started talking shit she called him out. She's yeah, like, like, fuck you, Vinny Magalay. Yeah, I remember that, actually. Like, like, I didn't know the backstory. You're a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I didn't know the backstory. I just, I remember that, though, but I know the backstory. Yeah. yeah. So he, he, he coached her opponent? I guess. But he yeah. trained Moyle from a white belt up. He, he was yeah. with Moyle for years. And he trained her from a white belt. She asked, and he said, yeah. And Moyle is pretty cute. Like, I, I like, mean, I, I, I guess Emily asked, him, like, asked if he was going to coach and her. He said and no. he said no. And then he showed up at the fight like, <laughs> oh, in her shit. corner. Yeah. She also, did you guys see what she did on Twitter or Instagram uh, last week? She, Vinny was training for this fight, and Whitmire's walking around the cage, and she's filming him. She goes, I'm sending this to your opponent. Oh, come <laughs> on. Can you tag him? No, don't, 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 Ted. Just forget that guy. <laughs> Why? I don't, I don't uh, forget that guy. That guy's, the, I don't know, whatever. Uh, I wish so, I remembered his handle. What's his all name? All right, uh, it's, it's uh, Vinny Magalash. All right, so he's fighting Brennan Housley, who <laughs> actually is, is, is was, he was an all-American wrestler, great fighter. Former Bellator middleweight champion. Then he lost three in a row. Yeah. He also uh, missed weight and lost his title because of it. But uh, he's got he missed great, weight on a title fight? He's got power. It was his title. Either he knocks out Vinny in the first round or he gets submitted in the second well, the or third. the other thing is, is he's going up 20 pounds because he fought a middleweight. Who Housley is? Yeah, he's going up to light heavyweight. Vinny's got to go for subs immediately. I think on the feet he can get rocked because Vinny's chin's not that great. And Housley, like you said, is a stud wrestler. But this is for a million bucks. If I think it's a different Vinny, it's going to show up. Uh, he's already the leading points person at light heavyweight. Yeah, watch. It's a different Vinny. Motivated Vinny's a very dangerous yeah, guy. Yeah. Motivated Vinny is very dangerous, Vinny. He just beat Gordon Ryan in a grappling tournament. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, always so super he's dangerous still, grappling. I mean, he's, that a, dude. he's a stud, man. I love Vinny. I love Vinny. Also, Will Brooks has taken on Robert Watley. Uh, Watley hasn't lost a fight in three years. BT Igo Tavares. Will Brooks is a guy that I thought was going to clean house in the UFC and just would just. Mentally, yeah, yeah, I thought he was a, gonna yeah. do really well too. 
I was kind of. That a was weird watching him get worked like that. Yeah. Uh, but I think Will should win this fight. Chris Wade's fighting again, and Efren Escudero is fighting this guy Islam something. Yeah. Who's Efren Escudero Islam still Mamadou? fighting? Yeah, he's on his card Thursday night on Facebook. Uh, he's I wanted to fight him when I first got in the UFC. Really? I think you, you would have beaten him. I know, I would have so smashed too. him. <laughs> but this guy Islam. That's why I wanted to fight him. This guy Islam. This guy is fighting. Is fifteen and two. Hasn't lost since two thousand nine. Like, these guys are overlooked. They're getting buried on the PFL. I, yeah. I, anyway, well, and you so. also have Rashid Magomedov versus Luis Firmino, which is a really, really good fight. Um, Rashid was in the UFC. He has a brother at heavyweight, Ruslan. Oh. They were in the UFC, and Luis Firmino was on uh, Ultimate Fighter Black Zillions versus ATT. But let's talk about the UFC. By the way, I got tickets this week. I'm going. Uh, I'm going. You going? Me too. Yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, Russell Peters asked me to go. I'm like, sure. Ooh. And uh, to sit with him and Mike Tyson. Oh, someone's got a date. Tyson was at the hotel. Mike Tyson, too? Yeah. Tyson was at the hotel. <laughs> hey, hey man, Russell Peters take... and Mike Tyson. I, I really love how ever since the Rashad cast, you've just been posting so many pictures of black people. That's sure not, first of all, it was a photo <laughs> with Mike Tyson. When first of all, it was way before that. You're just noticing that now, okay? You fucking race baiter. Okay, that's not how it goes. By the way, this guy. After the last podcast he was on, the dog bites Greg, <laughs> bites Greg Wilson. Miles bit Greg, right? And then and then Greg and then Greg's like ah, and then he starts dying laughing. Goes fuck! I wish I would have filmed it. Right? I never saw him laugh so hard in his life. Doesn't say are you okay? Are you bleeding? How's your arm? I mean it's just, Greg. Yeah, but he's just laughing. Then three days later he texts me. I'm still laughing, dude. About <laughs> The noise that came out of Greg, dude, in his fucking face. That shit will, that shit will kill me forever. Uh, I couldn't believe it. That's I was why like, he's the Savage Patch kid. Dude, it's, yeah. You know, and it's only because I've, I've felt that bite so many times. <laughs> and, it, and it never broke skin, so I was like, he's all right. Fine. Yeah, yeah. And then the dog, I love how the dog like just bit his ass and was like, that's right, motherfucker. Yeah, no, he looked at me like, sorry, dad. I'm like, come on, man. And as soon as I get was you like telling him no a hundred times and then getting up and like trying to like trying not to laugh because Greg was right there, but like laughing. Like, <laughs> Dude, you're <laughs> evil, bro. Good. You're fucking evil, man. Uh, by the way, any, any word on a fight anytime soon? No, I'm, I'm going to shoot for later this year. Um, I talked to Shelby. Uh, when I was at the MA Awards, which I can't find any kind of video, and I don't have cable, I didn't get to watch it, so I'm like trying to find that. I'll find it for you. I have it on D. I saved the, uh, on DVR, but it's only like an hour version, so it's probably just the highlights. Uh, but if there's a part where you're on it, I'll definitely. Of you, of you and Jesse flirting? Yeah, I want to see that part. At some point. Uh, that I was that was it. very cute. Uh, so that Cody really Garbrandt. TJ Dillashaw, oh, I shit. don't know who to pick in this fight mm, because that first fight could have went either way. I'm going TJ. Going TJ no, again? No, I want Cody to win because I'm kind of like, I don't want to say nothing, but I kinda, I'm kind of i TJ's going to win. I'm going to say that. <laughs> really? I'm going to keep my shot. Why do you think TJ's going to win? I think TJ has too many weapons. I think TJ has too many tools, too many weapons, um, and he's just too dynamic, man. Like, but he got fucked Cody, up in that first round. He was almost stopped. He did, he did, but look how quickly he came back from it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he was rocked, but it wasn't like it wasn't like a fight ending like rocking, you know what I mean? Like it was it was like that rocking where guys can usually take in those, you know, yeah, like get their he wits got rocked quick. and then he knocked Cody fucking dead. No, yeah. he got rocked. There yeah, was look one second. Do you guys watch the you same fight that I watched? <laughs> there was one second left. Retard. There was there was one second left. When when that happened, that's true. He could have finished them, but should have, would have, could have. Ran out of time. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I, w I will say TJ's new camp is 
He's been working a lot of different game plans. Dwayne Ludwig's been coming in. Um, and it's now TJ, Cub, Sayadawad, Georgia Karakanya. Bunch of killers over there. I know Ellenberger's yeah. been over there. Juan Archuleta's over there. Yeah, um, looked great in his last one. Yeah. And, and Sensei Ludwig has been worth working. You say Sensei Ludwig? Yeah, that's what he calls himself now. And, <laughs> and that's what he. That's you how can't he self-proclaim si- yourself that. No, that's what he signs. <laughs> just, that's what he signs now too. It's not Dwayne Bang anymore. It's Sensei Ludwig. Get oh my! Just, just just to you or? I don't know. I got him earlier. He said I have a new signature. Jump, motherfucker! And he signed. But he's been working a different game plan, and I think TJ's already in Cody's head again. Uh, Because, like, TJ's not getting emotional about it, and Cody's getting very emotional about it. I'm picking Cody for it just for the revenge factor. Just for the revenge factor. I think he's going to come out. And the trilogy. You just want a trilogy. He's going to come out hard, and I want a trilogy. I want a trilogy. Uh, I I want the winner to fight the winner of DJ Cejudo. I want this DJ to move. DJ is not moving up. He's not moving up. But TJ said he could drop to one twenty-five. Maybe that could happen. That's what I want to see. But DJ says I want two million dollars. See how ripped, how much muscle he has. Two million for the fight. Two million to fight TJ at one twenty-five. What? A million dollars per person that's gonna watch it? That's fucking. Come on, two million. (laughs) Dude, I'm just. Don't shoot the messenger here. I mean, mean, he definitely deserves to get paid a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Yeah, but the, I mean, UFC was a, the, the lowest number. The they did the lowest game. numbers they've had in years last week. It was and not like it, it's struggling. TJ and Cody have both said we want DJ if we win. All right. Speaking yeah, of which, I think DJ all over Cejudo all day of the oh. week. I think so, too. I think it's just a repeat. Yeah. No, I don't think I it's going to be as fast. I, no, 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 I think it's just with DJ winning. I, I just don't know if Cejudo has what it takes to beat him. There's a lot of people. I don't know saying, if anyone does, honestly. <laughs> there's yeah. there's a lot of people does. saying that the the one guy in the division that could beat DJ is Sergio Pettis, and I don't think he's there. Either. Who's saying that? Who said that? Sergio I'm Pettis. Twitter, <laughs> I'm seeing it on Twitter. That's a reach. Who? That's Anthony a big reach saying around. that? Anthony no. Pettis and Anthony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you got this. <laughs> My brother can do it right now. Come yeah, on, I we a lot of people that. are saying that. Who's saying that? Dude, I'm just. Your tattoo artist? No. But who's saying that? All right, so Cub, Cub Swanson against Hanato. Rumors again. This guy Hanato is really good. Uh, he beat Jeremy Stevens. He was beating Ortega until Ortega came back and beat him in the third. Who? Uh, this fucking Hanato guy. Moicano. Yeah, this guy's people are sleeping on him. Obviously, I want Cub to win. Cub's my friend. He's my my boy. But this guy is really good. His only loss is to Ortega, right? In the last couple of years, and he's look at never the, lost otherwise. It was and, a draw. And look at the guys he's beaten. Get, get, who has he beaten? Well, the names, <laughs> yes. Jeremy Stevens. Jeremy, who else? Pretty much. He beat Tom Ninamaki. Fuck, that guy's amazing. I'm oh, kidding. Okay, Sibera Tukagov. Oh, that, yeah. And Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater's pretty good. He doesn't have a huge resume. And like I said before, Cubs at a new camp now, too. Cubs yeah. working different stuff, working with Ludwig, working with a lot of guys. I know, these but he guys. got that beautiful chick. He's got babies. That's Kendra. Kendra. Yeah. Kendra. She's hot. Yeah, something else to think about. Like, he, he knows he needs to win. I, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm riding with Cub all day. I, th- I think yeah. Cub wins it, and I think they should set up the Aldo Cub rematch. All right, also on this card, this is a weird card, by the way. It's JJ Aldridge versus Payana Stevenson. Poliana Viana? Is that on the main card? Uh, well, we, we, there might be a shuffling because oh, yeah. we also lost Betch Cohan and Rene Aldana this morning. Who is who is Payana? Oh yeah. Who we is lo- uh, injury Co- Cohan or couldn't get oh, yeah, cleared by the athletic commission due to eye surgery from last year. Oh. For like five minutes, they were saying we'll get a replacement for Aldana. 
They pulled her from the card officially as of this morning. Oh my so god! So they took another hit. Would you now? Would you bang if you were single, Bashkahaya? Fuck yeah! Really? Wow, there was yes. no hesitation. He no like, hesitation. I've thought, I've, I've, th- I've thought of this. I'm pretty I, sure he fucked her three around. times in his head I've when he finished that. <laughs> I've thought about this for years, dude. Really? I think she's sexy as fuck, man. I would turn myself really? around and run yeah. away. Yeah. I saw her this morning. She's looking good. So Gabby man. Garcia is like your main chick. Like we, no, you, no, you would bang Gabby, Gabby, no? Did you, yeah, yeah, I would. Have you seen that picture they showed on Instagram of the one saying that she's pulled from the fight because of her eye thing, though? Yeah. But, Who, Betch Gohea? Yeah, have you seen that photo? Because that is not a flattering photo at all. No. no she does have a great butt. Uh, no, my number one and, in and MMA. She, and she's confident. My and, number and one hall know, pass man. in MMA is not and, Gabby Garcia. Who? What, your number one conquest? My number one hall pass in MMA. Who is it? Rowdy Beck. It's Conor McGregor. Rowdy Beck? No. no. It's Rowdy Beck. Rowdy Beck? Rowdy that, Beck. That's your girl? Yeah. And yeah. my girl loves her, so she allowed me to have that all pet. Well, my, guess what? She'll never have to worry about that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. That's why it's an easy all pass. I would take it old school. Mine would be Gina Carano. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. All uh, day. Drunk Gina's all fun. All day. Um, I would murder her. Current guts. fighters? <laughs> yeah. I think ABC, man. Who's ABC? Amanda Bobby, Bobby Cooper. Cooper. The one who, the oh, one like, who exposed Magana's tit and got to grab ABQ. Oh, yeah, ABQ. <laughs> you see when she tried to ABC, grab Dana's yeah. cock after a weigh-in? She oh. weighed in and tried to grab Dana's package. Oh, oh yeah. my God. I love that video, by Amanda, the way. Amanda exactly. I fucking love that video. Yeah. I, saw her in Vegas. I was behind her in Vegas. I was like, there's no way this girl's... In the-. She's like 4'11". Dude, a lot Since of she tried to grab his junk, or did he just get excited? And no, she tried to grab his junk. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. I think, that's I think so an funny. underrated fight on this card is Pedro Munoz and Brett Johns. I think yeah. that's a really, really good fight. Really good grapplers matchup. Pedro, Brett yeah, Johns. He, he's, a, but yeah, and the thing is, the, the thing is, is that uh, what, what's crazy about that is Johns coming off a loss to Aljamain. He was like 15 and 0 before that. So we'll see how Isn't he, he can... also the guy that got the calf slicer right yeah. before that. Yes, he was yeah, also. The... This is a really good grapplers matchup. Munoz is a black belt, right? <laughs> Munoz is a legit black belt. Munoz and is, he's out of is, Kings. Uh, Ian Harris is uh, professor. Oh really? Yeah. Uh. Damn, I'm trying to find that photo of Beth, and I just ran into guy like, oh my god. Well, listen, uh, I got to give a give a shout out. He's making his UFC debut against a tough motherfucker, Kevin Holland. Um, is fighting Tiago Santos. All right. Who's an animal, but Kevin, Kevin and I have the same sponsor. Shout out to Punch Gunk. Tough stuff for the rough stuff. Go what, pick yourself what's, up. What's Punch, punch Gunk? Punch, it's like a Tiger Bomb kind of thing. It's a, it's a lotion. It's, 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 you just put it on fist? No? It's good. You just put it on. It's just like for, for fisting? Bruises. Yeah, exactly. It's a lube. I use it. Sexual performance issues. More common than you think. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under the age of 40. Oh, no. And 40% of men by age of 40 struggle to be, not be able to get and maintain an erection. That's the worst. You finally get a girl home. You're ready to go, or guy, you're ready to go, and boom, <laughs> nothing's working. Even the best actor in the world can't fake one. You, CB, you can't fake one. Nope. Okay, why do guys turn to nope. weird solutions or do nothing? They can turn to medicine and science. Go to forhims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. I know, listen, my wife likes it a lot, and uh, I go to forhims.com, and I, I give it to her. Uh, so... It connects you with well-real doctors, medical-grade solutions to treat ED, not well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you combat erectile dysfunction. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Prescription solutions backed by science. Trust me, people. Check it out. It's erectile without the dysfunction. No in-person doctor visits. How annoying is that? You got to... 
your whole day. I never go to the doctor. Never again. <laughs> no more. I'm not going to lie. Especially for boner pills. Yes. Yeah. It is hard made easy. I'll get a popsicle stick. Check it out. Go to four try hymns for a month for just five dollars. We'll get you tested for just we'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. This will cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to fourhims.com slash MMA Roast E D. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash MMA Roast E D. Fourhims.com slash MMA Roast E D. Uh, check it out. Now we're gonna call a guy who uh, Right now, call this guy who has some life. The guy was on the uh, national championship team for Alabama, and now he just lost to Machida. Well, his last fight, he's got a fight coming up against Tim Williams. Uh, he seems like a really nice guy. Who is it? Uh, his name is Eric Anders. Oh, and uh, he's the same sponsor that you, that uh, you have, actually. <laughs> hey, Eric Anders, how's it going, man? How's it going on, brother? What's going on? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Uh, it's me, Vince Pichelle, Tyler Smith, CB. How are you doing, man? Man, I can't complain, man. Just got in from another trainer, so just laying in the bed, too. Yeah, dude, I've been oh, watching yeah, your uh, your uh, training regimen. Like, I forget it's later. For you're me. fucking in beast mode all the time now, man. Man, it's the only way to do it, man. You know, I'm trying to get to the top, so you know where I'm going to get there through the sweat of my brow, so. Now, now you, you were calling everyone out. I remember every time someone dropped out, you were like, I'll fight, I'll fight, I'll fight. Did yeah, I've seen that too. Did anybody take you up on these on your offers? Nah, 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 nah. They, um, a lot of those fights, they got moved to their, you know, they gave somebody else. So, like, I think uh, a lot of Theodoro was fighting Antonio Carlos Jr., who was supposed to fight. Derek Brunson, who's now fighting, uh, I think, Israel Adesanya. So, everybody's been. Uh, you know, shuffling around. I mean, do you think these guys are? Do you think they're just scared of your power, or just scared of your athletic ability, or they just don't like you because because you're good looking? I mean, what what do you what do you think it is? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You know, I think they'd rather. I think you know all those guys are ranked, so they'd rather fight a ranked guy than somebody who's not ranked. But you know, eventually I get there, so I ain't even tripping. Now you fought uh, Machida. Obviously, that was that that was your first loss. I thought you won that fight. People thought thought you won. Some people it was it was close enough. You, I heard you in an interview say you thought you gave him too much respect. Is that is that what you're, is that what you're thinking on the whole thing? Uh man, you know I I, I think going back and watching, I, I I just did not know how the judges were scoring the fight. You know I thought I did more damage. Uh, yeah, he did land more strikes, but you know they were like little leg kicks that you know I just don't think you can win a fight by kicking somebody with your big toe. So, you know, he was able to edge it out. You know, he scored more points, but, you know, um, I think him and I both think that I won the fight. If, uh, if you check his demeanor at the end. Now, were you scoring the fight in your head while you were fighting? I'm not really. Uh, but going back and watching it, you know, I think that he won round one for sure. You know, I was on my back most of the round. So, he won round one. I think I got two, three, and four. And he probably edged out five, you know, on points. And uh, I took him down, but really didn't do anything. You know, he popped right back up. So, you know, I really doesn't even count. So, you know, he probably got me round five, but I think I got two, three, and four. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a good fight. It was a really good fight. Um, and I think it was, I think your stock went up. You know, I, I don't think it was one of those fights where people were like, oh, shit, I don't want to see Eric fight again. Yeah, uh, you know, and I also think that, you know, I mean, you were main eventing in, your, what, your fourth UFC fight? That's insane. Yeah, third. So third. 
You know, yeah. I, I think UFC and the and you know the the people who who make the fights, the matchmakers and whatnot, they think highly of me. So, you know, I think uh, you know I'll be forced to reckon with just you know gotta get back on the winning track. And I gotta thank you by the way because I had a show in Fresno. And there might have been like the nine people there, uh, but you were one of them. Uh, so that, that yeah. really, so there was eight people there and one of your friends. <laughs> so that really meant a lot to me, man. So thank you. And yeah, no, we appreciate the tickets, man. Appreciate the hookup. Oh no problem, man. It was it was uh, it was awesome not. having you there. And then there was like a there was a, a cougar that was all over you after the like some lady was like all about you. She was on my teammate, man. She wasn't on me. Uh, she was all over, uh, she was all over all you guys, but not you. But you were she throwing. Was to get extra yeah, I know that you have it. that hot wife or girl, whatever she is to you. But so I'm, I'm <laughs> saying she was all over. See, like she's all over. You were th- throwing her away from you. Uh, which was nice of you, as as the respectful gentleman you are. So that's that's good. Tell your wife I said that. Man, man. I was, yeah, I was telling my teammate he need to get that mother daughter action working though. <laughs> yeah, she had a daughter there. That's what I was hoping. The mom. I, I was the, hoping for the corner. Yeah, the mom was hotter than the daughter. The daughter was hot too. The, I've actually I've I've ran into that before. Yeah, and were, I was super sad. Yeah, yeah, they both had like fake tits and like you know they were just like it, it was it was good though it was it was actually far away from home left left the husband and dad home you know right you definitely got to take the mother package yeah no I I completely agree um, uh, that was that was a lot of fun actually that, that that was cool now your girl though I didn't realize how in shape your girl is his girl's like a a, a butt model. And uh, yeah, yeah, she's on Instagram, and she's always in like amazing shape. But last time I was, I was asking him how much. Too pussy, my I friend, was asking Mr. him, Anders. asking him how much pussy he got in college at Alabama, and uh, and his and his like girl commented on it. She's like, "Oh hell no!" And like, just yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I, right. she lying? Listen, man, she know she know all about my past, so uh, she know I was a college athlete at the top, so yeah, uh, she already knows what. Of course, of course. You got you got you got you got you got a good one. You got a good one. Um, now, now speaking of your college, I read. I was looking. I was reading about you that you used to wrestle with all the college football players in the locker room. Now that sounds really gay. Uh, did you guys? Were you guys just wearing jock well, straps or? Yeah, like, yeah. Were they naked? Like, like what was going on there? Let's get to the. We all the ones asking if we were naked. So that's y'all's fantasy. <laughs> we were not close. You know, don't don't try to pass up your fantasies on me. We just want those juicy deets. That's uh, all. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> no, but by the way, that's that's Vince Michelle, who has the same manager as you. So wait, so so you <laughs> so you guys would have like wrestle offs in in the uh, locker room? Yeah, every now and again, it took place a lot more in the, in the dorms than it did the uh, locker room, just because after practice, everybody trying to get up out of there. You step in the dorm, so. <laughs> You know, it's not it's not uh, not uncommon for you know somebody to grab somebody. <laughs> I like the way that he describes it. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. By the way, I, I saw last week you were at the Ronald McDonald House in Alabama making kids happy. So uh, thank you for doing that. I used to volunteer oh, there. Awesome. for like three years. So uh, that's really cool that you uh, did that. Yeah, man. You know the Ronald McDonald House. My uh, my sister in law. She actually had uh, uh, cancer in her jaw, and when she was going through her treatment, she stayed there. And they stayed at one of the facilities where the whole family is housed there. So, 
you know, I got uh, a special place in my heart for uh, the Ronald McDonald House. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Oh, that's man. awesome. That that that's super awesome. Um, and uh, now you're fighting. You got a fight coming up August 28th against the South Jersey Strangler, uh, Tim Williams, who uh, is a tough guy, uh, not a guy to be overlooked. But what do you know about this guy, and what's your plan? Uh, and I know that his nickname sounds kind of serial, you know. <laughs> sounds <like that. laughs> it sounds kind of racist. He's a tough guy, man. You know, he'll, he'll, he comes forward. I, I think he's definitely looking to to grapple. Um, you know, half his wins are by submission. I believe all his losses are by knockout. So I'd imagine he's going to try and you know get in the clinch. You know, get tied up, get it to the ground. So and uh, look for that choke. So um, I think I'm better everywhere uh, on the feet. You know, on the ground, even if my back's on the ground, I'm still dangerous. So um, I really don't think he poses much of a threat. And uh, I'm going uh, to go home with that, you know, first-round knockout. So Now, know, I mean, just, now, uh, is, there, is, there, is there pressure, though? Is there pressure that, like, because, you know, like Anthony Smith knocked him out twice and someone else knocked him out. Is there pressure to get that knockout? And can you – is there a trap of sometimes headhunting or looking for the knockout and then worried about, oh, shit, now you're open? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, man, there's no um, no pressure to get the knockout. You know, at the same time, it's no secret. You know, everybody knows what I'm when I'm in there, what I'm trying to do. Um, in previous fights, you know, I've gotten you know kind of tired head hunting uh, before I got to the UFC. So um, I'm I'm definitely not going to just go in there and brawl. You know, it'll be technical. It'll be you know pick one part from the outside, and you know when I see my opportunity, I'll take it. I can't wait for this fight. This now it's in Nebraska. Uh, are a lot of your friends and family coming? Uh, I think my mom, my wife, and my kids, my brother. Nice. Now, I got a daughter. My daughter is due today, actually. My wife is due today. Oh, uh, Any, uh, thank you. Any, here we are. Any, I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for talking to me. Any uh, advice you have uh, as far as being a good parent? Um, man, you know, when they're first born, you really can't do anything. You just make sure they don't die. So, <laughs> you know, you'll pick, you'll pick it there, man. It's pretty easy, I think. Now, now, hey, remember when Al, now, I was watching the Ali G show. Didn't he interview Alabama? Didn't he go in the locker room? And was that Alabama? Yeah, we interviewed a guy, uh, Shab Williams, I believe his name was. Were you on the team when that happened? Nah, I do. He's a little bit older than me. I think he played in, you know, the early 2000s, <laughs> late 90s. And I didn't yeah. get that until 2005. It was one of the funniest things. He goes as his, like, gay character, Bruno, and starts interviewing people in the Alabama locker room, asking them, like, what? <laughs> and, like, they're like, you have a lot of supporters and a lot of fans. What do you want to say to all those men? And <laughs> the, oh. the guy got so fucking pissed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was gay, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the funniest fucking Ali G's ever. Oh, I was I was dying. I, I was, never watched I was, that show. Oh, you gotta watch the new one. It is the funniest thing you'll ever see in your life. It's the, still the, on. Uh, no, they they brought it back, and the oh. ca the characters he plays are like they're. I've, I was I'll, I'll show you one. Same. It's one of the funny. I'll, I'll show you after, after this. So funny. So um, now it seems like we were talking about this earlier, where it seems like the guys after they win a fight. And they're like, oh, I'll take on anyone the UFC wants me to fight. And that just goes, everyone rolls their eyes and goes, oh, 
So if you beat Tim Williams, I don't want you to overlook Tim Williams because that's how people get lose. But if you do, do you have a plan or who you're going to call out? Hey, it, it's tough to, to plan it this far in advance because, you know, it seems like everybody, all the middleweights are fighting in Madison Square Garden or on that Sao Paulo card. So, man, uh, I really don't think about who's next. You know, the, the week of the fight when I'm sitting there cutting weight, when I'm just sitting in the tub, you know, sweating, you know, I'll kind of go through and see who's fighting when and who and see who's available. So definitely after I win, I'll have a name for, uh, on the tip of my tongue. But, you know, as of right now, I'm just, uh, you know, focused on my training. And, you know, like I said, all those guys are getting shuffled around right now. So we'll see where the cards land. Now, what is it about Elias? Is it about Elias' good looks and his, his abs and his long hair? <laughs> is that why, you, you know, you're like a, this rough-and-tumble guy who, who never got pussy back in high school? Is that why you want to fight him so bad? Oh, man, I've always been in the game. But, uh, no, I mean, I don't have anything personal against him. He's in the top 15, so. I hate him because he's dirty. I'm, I'm trying to wait for top. He just doesn't play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear you. It's just a funny that Lies isn't like the name people usually call out. He's not, you but you know what? He has one of those faces I just kind of want to punch. Do you want to punch so, him? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even in that weight class. I'm not I mean, he's, he's, he's funny, though. He's like a ring Yeah. He's like a ring car girl and the whole thing. I can see why. Now, is that why? Do you want to be a ring car girl? Is that, is that your whole Are oh, you jealous of the. Chelsea. Yeah, that, is that. He took my. <laughs> so. Hopes and dreams. Right. Now, 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 you and your girl, you guys are married, right? So it's your wife. Now, where did you guys get yeah. married? Now, yeah. uh, where did you guys get married? We got married here in Alabama, in Birmingham. Birmingham. Now, how now how do you guys keep it fresh? The the, the marriage. Uh well, I mean, we're so young in our marriage, so it's still very fresh. We've only been married about three years. Huh. So. Hmm. you like you know, to? I mean, you seen the way that's man. She don't got to do much, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you like? I know she's really fit. Are you like, hey, babe, do some face squats or something? Is that kind of face squats? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta see. Oh uh, no, nah, we're 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 a naked household, man. Everybody walks around here naked, so huh. you know, oh, it's like that. All right, let me know when I can come over, and I'm like, you're not going to be there. <laughs> a naked household. I, uh, I have a fully clothed household. It's nothing but layers here. <laughs> layers. Now, now Vince uh, and Jesse Jess are seen like they're a couple, and, uh, and, and she likes him, and he likes her, but he's afraid. We like we're a well, couple. He, he, they like each other, but he's afraid to make his move. Uh, Eric, what advice would you give to, to young Vince here? <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Hey, you got to shoot your shot, man. Yeah. I got what? Shoot your shot. Hey, you got to shoot your shot. And that, that's what I tell him. It's 100% don't take, so. But he man, gets very, the thing is, girls fuck with his head, and then he won't leave the house for six months. So I'm actually, <laughs> I'm like, I'm very concerned about this. Uh, but. Uh, you, need, you need to call today, man. Put a wrap on the relationship. Is she doing all that? Yeah, Adam's always concerned for my well-being. I am, but but he's right. You gotta shoot your shot, dude. Uh, Jesse's a very fertile chick. Like she's <laughs> guys are guys are constantly trying to get in that fucking that hole, man. You have to, to be there, bro. Uh, all of them. Uh, you fucking creep. Oh, five. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Well, listen, Eric, you're a great guy. You're a role model. You're a great fighter. August twenty eighth, live in Lincoln, Nebraska. Is it on the main card? I believe so, yes. And it's always 25th. 
uh, August 25th, you <laughs> against Tim, over here. Tim Williams, the South Jersey Strangler, as opposed to the, the, North, the North Jersey Strangler. Uh, but yes, we're going to get to this There's guy. a North one, too? Uh, yeah, there's an East yeah, Jersey Strangler. Is there an East Jersey Strangler or a <laughs> West Jersey Yeah, right. Is it like like the Wicked Witches? That is that is very specific. So, uh, well, uh, well, thank you, thanks a lot, Eric, and uh, good luck with everything, brother. Yeah, good luck, brother. Hey, hey, brother, thanks for having me. Anytime. All right, Eric Anders. I would just like to say, Greg, if you were here now, you'd be so jealous of how I'm sitting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dude, Eric's, dude, Eric's Without a, being no, victimized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric, Eric uh, Anders is a beast, man. He, he is. is. He is. And I think that he's such a good athlete, and he's just learning everything for the first, like, it's all new to him, you know? That's the thing. It's like we're, we're now seeing all this new generation of, like, the college athletes that didn't make it to the NBA or didn't make it to the NFL but are, like, right there. And now they're in are MMA. transferring to MMA, and it's like they're fucking freak athletes. They have a crazy work ethic. Yeah. They're disciplined. They're coachable. We're going to start seeing a lot more of these guys, I think. By the way, I think so you know too. what's annoying yeah. uh, on a different topic? To is uh, <laughs> So there was a picture of Colby Covington and Ronda Rousey yesterday. <laughs> which, which, oh, the, the one that you tweeted? Yeah, so I wrote, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, so I wrote like, like you know, the, the greatest, the greatest female, female champion of all time and Ronda and Rousey. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> It's what a, fucking suit was he wearing? What I, was that thing? I don't know. It was like that that question mark guy that used to remember that guy on TV that used to be like yes. it made me think of Chevy <laughs> the one Checkers. that tells you the giant novel of like make free money from the government yeah, by doing it, nothing. It reminded oh me of that God, guy suit. That guy, that guy of, was the best. <laughs> <laughs> reminded me of that guy's suit. So anyway, so I write that joke. It's a simple joke, and I know as soon as I put it it's out, someone's gonna be like, "Oh, you're you're making fun of women, saying that they're less than men," and. Fucking, Shut the lo and behold, I get a girl going, I'm kind of triggered or something, like, because, you know, you're, that's the best you can come up with, your punchline? Oh, you're such a great comedian. Like, I've written 10 million fucking jokes. That's one of them. And it's I'm a simple thing. I'm so sick of people being so sensitive about anything and everything. Like, calling a guy a girl. Fuck like, your feelings. I Shut a, the fuck I, up. Keep it to yourself. I was only calling him a girl because I know that it would be funny and it would annoy him. I wasn't saying women are less than men or yada, yada, yada or anything else. It's like, is it? Is Did that the point? That, that Leslie Jones yeah. view thing where she was like yelling at people like, stop fucking being so... So sensitive. Like, so sensitive. So she's tweeting me, you're better than that. Yeah, of course, that's not my greatest joke ever, but it was a stupid fucking picture. It's a quick quip. Yeah. It's funny. And, I, and, and, and also, I, I know that Colby would laugh at that. Like, also know that Colby's a friend of mine. He, I laughed at he it. He would laugh. <laughs> he would, you're not, you're not the bar, it. though. I you're mean, not I'm, the bar. I'm pretty you're sure way everyone... below the bar. I know, but I'm pretty sure everyone would laugh at that. Yeah, Gary Tonin wrote, dead. Yeah. Like, 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 it was funny. Yeah, I, Tim Sylvia retweeted it. Like, I, I like the... <laughs> Plus like, the fact he's holding a belt that's not his. Uh, well, it's just funny. Ooh, I know, but, but that's also... Stripped. No, they but that's strip a, They're not going to strip him. They're not... That's what I heard. But that's a silly enough joke where he would laugh at. It's just But of course, I got some girl who's literally a third wave feminist on her thing saying <laughs> saying like she doesn't appreciate that I'm like come then on stop, then maybe it's not it. for you okay I, I, it's like you, I post something on Facebook and somebody's like that's offensive <laughs> I'm like alright bye we're not sure friends anymore yeah. like it's just a fucking then joke then somebody took my joke did that 
put the same thing. This guy that I know, Mike, who I actually know, is a friend of mine, and he does the same. And I go, my my, my friend hits me up. Hey man, someone stole your joke. Took that joke of Rhonda, but he spelled it Rhonda with an H. I'm like, dude, if you're gonna take my joke, at least spell her name right. Rhonda, right? Rhonda, Brazilian then, thing. So then, <laughs> so then I wrote like, uh, I wrote uh, and snapshot it. He goes, I stole it from you. Uh, we know. Okay. <laughs> I'm aware. And I then he goes, it. he goes, uh, I go, it's okay, man. Uh, next time, just give me credit. Uh, uh, there's no H in Rhonda, but there is an honesty. <laughs> like a fucking, like, like. I like the one where somebody made for, uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they put the belt on him because that's what Colby kind of looked oh, like. Oh, shit, uh, dude. It looks like it Forrest was, won the title. It was fucking hilarious. It's just dude. so funny. And by the way, uh, last week, Henzo Gracie. Too. Uh, oh, yeah. Choked out Yuki Kondo. Is Yuki Kondo good? Yeah. He's the one it, that's most famous for getting stomped in the face by Vanderlei Silva. Oh. <laughs> He's the one that, like, Vanderlei chased on the ropes, the knocked corner. him down, and then just stomped on his fucking face. They asked Henzo, why don't you fight someone your age? He goes, I don't want to beat up an old man. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> He said that? Yeah, he said that. But that guy That's was awesome. old, isn't he? he I mean, older. Yuki's been around. But he wasn't he's a full-blown-headed like, gray hair. He's in his 40s. But he, yeah, he wasn't 51, like, though. He just, it's, the problem is, if you've been in Pride, it looks right. like you're 170 yeah. years yeah. old. Yeah. And plus, he's Asian, so he could be 170. And <laughs> like you would never know. I'm yeah. offended by that as a <laughs> proponent for non-Asian uh, this people. This is unbelievable. <laughs> like, really calling a guy a girl, that's offensive? Like, it's not offensive I at mean, all. The meme I put up of Demi Lovato last week was offensive. What did you put up? I didn't put it. I I stole it from somebody, but it no, was somebody, no, even worse. But Go it was on. it was somebody putting a lighter up to a spoon and said candlelight vigil for Demi Lovato. Oh, oh fuck! But then, but then, <laughs> but then our friend Shane Crutchton commented a new one of this like twacked out heroin addict laying next to a bathtub, passed out. And he put in there, you're wa- I'm Demi Lovato, and you're watching the Disney Channel. And I was like, uh, okay, that's way worse than mine. See, like, but some oh, guy God. got triggered. He's like, my family member's battling a severe heroin addiction. I'm like, I know a lot of people that are battling heroin addiction. This is not to them, and she wasn't on it heroin. Also, and it also doesn't mean it's not sad. Like, and it's also, you weren't, you and you weren't, things that are a bummer. I, and, and you weren't, because it's sad. And you weren't tagging the, your family member's heroin yeah, person. Like, I, did, I wasn't, I was like, this was not directed at you. He goes, well, I'm still offended. I'm like, well, then fucking delete but me. People think is you take oh offense. God. You don't give offense. Exactly. Like I get through my own depression. I have bipolar depression, and I get through it through laughter and humor. through making fun of heroin addicts. That's very nice of you, dude. Well, <laughs> that's hey, as long as I've been in rehab four whatever. times, so I've seen it all. No, even look, look how happy he is because of it. <laughs> like, here's the deal. I mean, like, there's really almost nothing that people can do to offend me, other than get people fired for making jokes. That to me is offensive because that's that's my livelihood. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't. You have to look. The the reason people make jokes is to get a laugh to make people happy. That's the reason. That's the core. And Sometimes for every ten jokes joke. you make, <laughs> three will work. Maybe even two. Right. And that's if you're a good comic. Right. Okay. If you're a bad comic, it's usually zero to one. Right. <laughs> so that means seven jokes aren't going to work. But what, what, are we, your but what, what we've done is actually my <laughs> depends. <laughs> but what, what what we've done though is that we've actually taken the ability to fail away. Going, if you fail on your attempt, I'm getting you fired. And that's right. fucked up, man. Yeah. It is fucked up. It's, it's real completely fucked up. Fucked up. Like, yeah. I, it's just not. I have no words. Hey, it leaves like, no like, error like, to be human. 
Or using it to get you like blackballed from you know a club or a performance or your whole you know, life an event. That woman says, "Oh, you should be opening for Rogan with that." Blah blah blah. I go, "That's one joke I've made. Look at the seventy-two. Look at the seventy-two thousand. <laughs> Bastard for the next half hour. That's I don't. I she has twenty followers, and that's what she wants. That's my favorite. That's where I would have started. That's where I would have started. That's what. But that's what she wants. But now I'm making. But now I'm making her important. Okay, by her saying that to me and no one responding, she's basically talking to herself. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, We've talked about well, this a lot the on the show. It's like these people that take offense to that stuff, it's never going to stop. Like, it's never going to be enough. There's not going to be a day where they wake up and they're like, oh, I took care of all the people that have and they never me apo- and, and now I can live my life. And they never like, – I've had oh. one guy – I've had – I went back, back in the day when I got – I used to get bashed on the fucking daily by SJW and the MMA communities. Uh, I had one guy say to me, hey, man, uh, I, he was a, pre- a pretty big work for like Bleacher Report or something. And he's like, he's like, I took shots at you all the time. I, I was jealous and mean, and I'm sorry. And I was like, all right, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But that's one guy out of like the – because people never go, Did I was cross wrong. his name off the list? Yes. I, I, yeah, it was like uh, that uh, <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking Billy Madison. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we're calling a guy right now who – Oh, I didn't even remember that. <laughs> I don't remember you ever being that rude to me. That was one of my favorite movies. Me too. It still is. Early Adam Sandler could do no wrong. Yeah. And Chris Farley, Tommy Boy, that's still one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. I cried when Tommy Boy's father died. I actually teared up. The movie? Yeah. It was pretty sad. Hello. Why, hello. (laughs) Hello? Hello, is this Sadiq Youssef? Who's this? This is Adam Hunter from the MMA Roasted Podcast. Oh, what's up, champ? What's up, man? How are you doing? I'm not the champ. You are the champ, dude. I'm here with... uh, <laughs> with Tyler Smith and Vince Michelle. Congrats on your amazing fight last week. That was incredible. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Oh, my God. I mean, you just, uh, you look like a world beater. And, and you were a 3 to 100 dog against this guy. They were all about Mike Davis, Mike Davis, Mike Davis. And you almost finished him in the first round. Yeah, yeah you, you know, I should have been a 3 to 100 dog in the first place. I mean, what do you think? Why do you think people were just overlooking you? Do you think they just kind of didn't know who you were? Well, honestly, I think it's more um, just what his accolade was, and they probably didn't do much research. Honestly, when I looked at the um, the schedule and I saw most of the people in my corner were kind of underdogs too, so it looked like an A side, B side type of thing. But somebody dropped the ball. That's all it was. Well, you looked amazing, man. I mean, you look like a world beater. I was uh, thoroughly impressed. Uh, and uh, now. Were you worried, though, because you didn't finish him? Were you worried about not getting the contract? No, man, no way. As, as soon as the fight was over, honestly, based off when I watched the video, based off the first round, we had the contract deal. But in the fight, once it was over, I knew for sure it was either we were both going to get a contract or I was going to get a contract. But I knew I had it for sure just because of the skill, the skill level that we displayed. Both of us are really good fighters, you know. And I was lucky enough to be um, to be the third fight. I already saw fight one and fight two, and I knew I had those two beat. The only thing I had to hope for was that Nick Miller didn't go out there and do like some crazy like rolling thunder kick or something like that, yeah. and that was gonna shut us up. I mean, the first fight I had like an eleven-year-old was fighting or something. It was like this. It was like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the other new old Spider Man? 
Yeah, I seriously was gonna call child services. I was like, did, <laughs> there's a kid getting beat up right now on TV, and everyone's cheering. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> televise this. <laughs> Now, I got to talk to you about your life, man, because while you were fighting, they kind of glossed over. They're like, yeah, he comes from a, a, a polyamorous family. He's got four mothers, uh, one, <laughs> one dad, and 19 brothers and sisters. Like, oh, are you polygamous? Like, what? They just sounded like a fucking Yeah, like they were acting as if that was like, oh, yeah, he's from New Jersey. Like, like you, you had... You had <laughs> I mean, I mean, you had four, you had four mothers growing up. Yeah, well, here's the thing: as, as a child, it does, it didn't seem like um something strange, you know. I didn't realize it was strange until I was out, out of it. But you know, um, I'm from, I'm like you all know, I'm from Nigeria, and over there, there's not really any laws against um having more than one wife. And my dad is Muslim, so he he already had three wives before he he was with my mom. And you know, it was man, it was the coolest thing growing up. We used to have like whole soccer soccer games against the whole neighborhood, the youth was against everybody else. <laughs> and you always had somebody had your back, you know, you can't you can't fight sixteen brothers and sisters. <laughs> you know, so so things were kinda of safe. Now, I mean but the, I mean Mother's Day must have been terrible. You had to buy nine gifts. Uh or like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they, they wasn't really. Uh, I don't think anybody think about Mother's Day in Africa. I mean, well, I mean, what about what about Christmas? Oh, you're Muslim. You guys celebrate. What, what, what do they celebrate? Uh, and here, here's the thing, too, man. Is like, um, it, it's just more more love to to spread around. Like, I really only have one real mother, but that I know it would be very hurtful if they, if they heard that. I look at all of them as my extended mom and. And if I do every one of my brothers and sisters, I just call them my brother and sister. I don't call them my stepbrother or my stepsister. I really only have one full brother, um, little brother. But everybody's my brother. Everybody's my sister. Now, now, did your dad? I mean, was like mom number one on Monday and mom number two Tuesday? <laughs> hey, hey, man! Now, now that I'm getting older, man. I hate hearing these fucking stories, man, because it's like, all right, now you're old enough to um, be in on the jokes and stuff like that. And my last trip back to, my last trip back to Nigeria, I remember one of my older brothers was talking about, um, she, he used to always watch my mom, like, fail to get into, get into the bedroom. Like, she'll get all done up and stuff like that and try to make her way to the bedroom. And then, like, by the time she gets there, there's another wife that's already there, and she got to take the walk and came back to the oh, <laughs> oh, no, wait, wait, that really happened? Man, uh, imagine, imagine hearing this. Imagine hearing this about your, about your mom. Like, man, I don't want to hear this shit, Joe. Right. <laughs> this didn't happen. Right. What's the point of having four wives if you're only going to sleep with one of them at well, a time? Well, I know, but... I, I, and, and what happens... Oh, oh, yeah, it's true. I mean, did they all sleep together? Was it like him in the bed with the three moms, or they all had different rooms? <laughs> nah, I, I, think, I think they used to alternate in and out. Yeah, and, oh, and if okay. they each get their own day, what happens yeah, if there's dad, seven? Dad, daddy was a roll of stone, man. <laughs> no, there was four. There was four moms. He had four moms and, yeah. eight, and 19 brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah, but I want to know, like, let's, <laughs> say, let's say a guy has more than seven wives. What happens then? Uh, yeah, then you, you got you to well, you got, you got, you got do two on Tuesdays or something. Oh, you got to go, like... <laughs> They cut okay. their days into twenty two so, and a half hours instead of twenty four. Now, 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 this was normal. Like so, like when it was like take your mom to work day or or the school day or something. All of them. Like, did they all come to your sport to your to your events and stuff? 
Like um, when I got here, I, I that was the first time I had to deal with um bullies. Uh, before. Oh no! Hello? Fuck! Fuck! Hello? Next in the next um grade, or at least being the seniors of the school, you know. Now, now, okay. So you you move to Maryland. Your, your mom takes you to Maryland. She says we gotta get out of here. This is too many people in the house. Uh, so she, she takes you over there and now the, the kids make fun of you cause you're, you're from Africa and you look a little different. Did they, did they fuck yeah, with you? Man. They did? Yeah, yeah you know, here was a funny, well, the, the biggest one was, um, the accent when I first got her cause I, I didn't, there was a lot of words I couldn't really, um, I couldn't really say without, without messing it up. What and words? there was a lot of, um, Seeing Spanish kids for the first time. No, when I was in Nigeria, it never really clicked. Like black people didn't really click, and Spanish people didn't really click. I was expecting to come over here and see, see like um the kids come home alone. I was expecting <laughs> to even be in like New York, New York, known all the time, McCullough. or to be like in like the beach, because that's all you saw on TV. It was either like a beach scene or snow. And I came here to Maryland, and I was like, man. The fuck is this? Like I can't even when it wasn't snowing either. I was like, man, where's the beach and where, where's the snow? You know? So, but like, it felt like a yeah, that's probably the last spot you should have been like, that. The kids, I, there, there was a little bit of a hard adjustment because just because of the accent and not being used to the customs, like here they didn't have to wear a uniform. I was wearing a uniform to school for like a good three months until like a kid who came up to me was like, man, you know you can wear whatever you want here, right? <laughs> like all the other kids used to wear different clothes every day. I used to wear the same clothes, but I was the best second fourth grader there was. Uh, <laughs> I was the best fourth grader. Now, now, um, now, now, did you, do you, what language <laughs> do they, they speak over in uh, Nigeria? So there's a couple of different languages. The, the three main ones are Yoruba, Igbo, and Ausa. And I'm, I'm from the Yoruba tribe, so I speak Yoruba. And, like, outside in the public, everybody speaks, like, broken English. Like, that's kind of, like, the language that um that they could all relate to. But Yoruba is my language, and I spoke good English already before I came here. I just had a thick accent, and there were some words I couldn't understand. Oh, let me tell you another funny story. All right, so when I first got here, fucking little kids, like, we're in um, Maryland, and... You know, it was like at that time the neighborhood wasn't like it wasn't all that yet. There was still it was trying to get a lot better, but it's still a little rough. But the kids, like my name was Sadiq, and I, I was trying to tell everybody, yeah, my name's Sadiq, my name's Sadiq. But they they would say, is your name Sadiq or is your name Sadiq? And like <laughs> like you know, like ha ha Sadiq Sadiq. And I I couldn't tell the difference between what they were saying. So like whatever the last thing they said was. I was like, yeah, it's that. And then all of them would like bust out in a laughter. And like, oh, I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, man, these kids always fucking laugh. Every time and they and then you were like, you want to see a dick? And <laughs> you show them your dick and they all ran away. It's probably <laughs> fucking... <laughs> what is that? Little stuff like that. And like trying to find out if I grew up with like lions and tigers and stuff like that. <laughs> After a while, you just kind of just like go with the flow. It, it, it was rough until I got into my first fight. Because I, I, I beat up, like, the, the class bully and the guy everybody was scared of. And that's when things got rough for me because I realized the power of being somebody else. So that was now my answer to everything. But it, it got me to be the cool guy in school. 
So it, it was a little directly a rough patch of always getting in trouble for trying to fight people. But it was also something that had to be done because I didn't want to be the victim forever. No, no, right. Now you're nine years old. You beat up the school bully. How do you know how to fight so well? Is that just from your brothers and uh, growing up? Or did you actually... Man, I'm, man, I'm trying to tell you, the first when I got into a fight against that bully, I, I was terrified. But it went so easy. I was like, man, this is different in this country. Because like, in Nigeria, I used, to get fucked, I used to get beat up all the time. <laughs> like, my brothers would put me against my, uh, my cousins. Like, I never had problems with people on the outside because nobody wanted to mess with us. But like my older brother and sister was like, they'll make me fight like my cousin and he was like younger than me. And like, I was always like a car dude, I'll always lose. But when I got here, I was expecting to lose to the bully, but I had to, like, he kept slapping. He slapped me from the from the lunchroom all the way to class. Like, in elementary school, you would all walk in a single file line from lunch back to class. And he just kept on slapping the back of my head all the way to class. Oh, <laughs> and that's the point where I just got tired and I sat there, I was like, all right, guess we're fighting. And like it was so easy, man. I was like, man, yeah, these guys are built different. Like Americans don't know anything about struggling. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, we have we have a kid on our team, our wrestling team, that kind of well, went through the same thing. Some kid was picking on him. This kid from uh, Dagestan just or Chechnya beat the shit out of him, and then the teacher was like, "You're wrestling," and like then he was like, "Our best kid." Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> now, um, now. Uh, when did you actually start getting doing like real training? Um, honestly, I, I was a huge fan of MMA for a long time, but so I didn't know how to get. We were pretty, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, so there was no, there was not going to be any extracurricular activities for me. It was basically anything I was going on with school, and then I found out. And I'm also from um, PG County, Maryland. There's not a lot of wrestling around here, but I heard Joe Rogan say something about wrestling on one of the UFCs, and he was like high school wrestling, I was like, man, high school wrestling, I wonder if my school has that, and it turns out they, my school did have a wrestling team that nobody knew about, there was only about four of us, there was four people on the team, so I was like, then I started, I got into, I tried to get into wrestling that same year as a sophomore, but I was, my, I was too busy being a knucklehead, I didn't have enough of the grace to actually qualify, you have to have no ease, and you have to have a blood of a 2.0, which now looking back was such an easy thing to do, but back then it was a, it was a little bit of a struggle. I think I had one one E that I couldn't get off. I was able to get that two point but I still had an E. But the next year, I started wrestling. So I started wrestling as a junior and a senior, and I was able to. I did pretty well. And right after that, right after that, um, I didn't have like all my papers right to go to straight to straight into college. So I took one year off, and I came straight to Team White Urban and started training full time. Well, I mean, James Vick is really high on you. So you and James are uh, training partners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. James, man, I, James known me since before I even started going. Maybe when I first um, joined a team, yeah, there was a rule where like, you had to like get to a certain level in jiu-jitsu before you could actually do MMA. So James knew me before I was even like, don't like jazz and coffees, you know. James knew me from all the way from the get-go. You guys should do a remake of like 48 Hours, you and James Vick. <laughs> or uh, Lethal uh, Weapon. Yeah, or like... <laughs> It's really, yeah, I think that would be great. Like these two cos cops. Uh, now, and now, now, now that you're finally in the UFC, you're you're a handsome guy. You're you're a fun guy. Are you getting some high quality puss or what? You said some high quality puss. No puss, like chicks. Any any ladies? Is that like Women. Well, okay. uh, man, the, the, those, that's never really been an issue. The issue has been more focusing on what you're supposed to do. Just 
just trying to focus on the fight. I had I actually have a girl. I've been with the same girl for about two two years now, and she the only thing is like she kind of just fades away whenever fight time comes. I cut off a lot of people and focus strictly on the fight. And right now, you just gotta scan through the DMs of Instagram and find the ladies that you want to you want to make sure to stay far and far away from you because some of them can be trouble. They can be a lot of trouble. Now, what does this girl look like? Your uh, two year fling. Now, what does she look like? Is she white, black, Spanish, uh, Greek? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's a black girl. <laughs> as, as much as my, my dad wish I was African, it was going to be an African, it's a black girl. Black girl, nice. And, and, and then she's cool with you not being around during fights? I could see that that could be a problem. She's like, oh, hell no, I'm coming with you, or, you know, something like that. <laughs> well, well, well during, during the fight, uh, like, sometimes she comes to watch, watch the fight. It's just during fight camp, um... I, I cut off a lot of people. I cut off a lot of stuff around fight camp, but the closer the fight gets, I cut off a, like everything. I, I kind of stopped watching um, MMA stuff that much, just to um, give my mind some time to eat. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hard constantly being on fight mode all the time. But like a lot of people, if you look up like my um, history and like my the, the way my training is, I'm really at the gym 24/7. Now a lot of people say that. As like uh, just something cool to say, but I really don't live. I wake up ten from ten to ten thirty. I'm at the gym ten in the morning, ten thirty. No, I'm I actually, I actually, I, there, I actually read I that. There. I read you do three hours in the morning and four hours at night of training. And, and yeah, and that's like minimum. Sometimes they um, they'll always throw like some random stuff in there, or like some boxers from out of town are coming in. It's like, all right, man, we're sparring today. We're doing blah blah. blah. So that's like just minimum. Hopefully the days where um, if I spar super early and I only have to do strength and conditioning, that's the only time where I really get to have some chill time. But it's still too much like being in the gym the whole time. You need other stuff to do to take your mind off. Right. Now, now after you won, did your 18 brothers and sisters call you up and congratulate you or like your mom? <laughs> yeah, not, 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 not all of them, but most of them did. So the thing is, uh, there's still some that don't have like good access to like internet and stuff like that but they use whatsapp in nigeria whatsapp is like kind of pretty popular because it doesn't take up the data so what you have is a, is a group chat where all all of my brothers we call it the use of group chat all brothers and sisters oh that's so awesome the ones that are in a good place where they can actually watch the fight what they do is they um one of them, my older Two, he's two brothers older than me. He was recording little clips of the fight, and he's putting it in the group chat. So like they're they're not watching it live, but they're watching like little clips and little seconds. And like the other the other ones that could watch it too, like explain what's going on through chat. So it's a lot of stuff, man. It's, man, I, I love my family, man. Now I I read that you said that there's Nganus all over. Nigeria. There's like all like <laughs> that you said that there's all these guys just like Nganu walking around Nigeria. Is that true? Lurking. Man, I tried so um last time I went no not last time. I two I, like two trips ago when I went back to Nigeria, we went to the beach and you know, relax and chill. And if you just look left to right, right to left, you just see that all these little giant dudes all kind of six packs that don't do a single exercise. <laughs> they just wake up in the morning and they have abs, you know? It's like, it's genetics is a little bit, no matter how much people try to, try to act like it doesn't exist. It exists. That's hilarious. I, I, man, I would never bring my girl to Nigeria. 
Yes, because every guy's in Ghana. Are you out of your fucking mind? They might want something different. Hey, I got, I gotta tell you, man. Sometimes you want a little guy. I don't know that many Nigerians, but the ones I do, I know Godfrey, who's a really funny comic. Uh, I knew Kamaro. I knew the uh, uh, Njekawani brothers, uh, uh-huh. and they are the nicest people, uh, sweetest people, and just badasses. So they're doing something right over there. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. It's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a way, the way the culture is, it's the way we're raised. I was, I forgot what I was talking to the other time. Is all like if you, if you talk to Nigerians, like in in between the two minute conversation you have, you're gonna, they're gonna tell you that they're Nigerian because we're proud people and we all kind of share the same story. It's like you could, there's little tiny subtle differences. Of course, there's a lot different because I was, I grew up in a polygamous house. But like most of the time, the struggles are all the same, especially the ones that migrate over to another country. Yeah, well, I love it, man. Well, listen, man, I'm a, I'm a fan for life, and I can't wait for your next fight. When are you fighting next? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I I got some great news today. When my foot's not fractured, it was just like some ligament damage. So once um this is all good and ready to go, I'll be right back in the gym. Hopefully, something around November or December. That seems like a good enough time. I, I really like to fight on the same part as this. Or if they do like some like African card, man, we're trying to like, the number was trying to rise up on, 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 on these Africans in here, man. If they do like a little African card, like the way they show love to the Irish people, it would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Well, <laughs> listen, well, thank you for being on the podcast and uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're obviously doing something right. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Thank you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me do some plugs. Let me do some plugs. Sure. So, I, um, everybody follow me on all my social media. The Super Sadiq. And I really want everybody um to go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Man, I'm a big fan of like YouTube, the YouTube community. And I like to get into that. The YouTube channel is Super Sadiq. And how do you spell that? S U P E R and Sadiq S O D I Q. Super Sadiq. I, I do a lot of background stuff on like lead up to fights and stuff like that. So I like for get a little bit more subscriber and. Build it into something big. Love it. I love it. Well, uh, thanks for everything, and uh, take care, brother. Have a, have a great weekend. You too, man. Bye. All right. That was super Sadiq. That kid's a star. Yeah, he's a super cool dude. Oh Real chill back. That kid's, that kid's a star. You know, uh, super nice guy and uh, just a badass and funny. Funny as shit, dude. You know? Yeah, he turns over Irvins, Lloyd Irvins with James Vick. Yeah. yeah James Vick, too. Me and, me and Vick are still buddies from the any thoughts on Super Sadiq, Tyler? I can't even find him on the Instagram. S U P E R S. I just uh, I, I, I just tagged them all in, in a S A D I Q. S A D I Q. Maybe I can't spell. Uh, yeah, he's a killer, man. He's a killer. Funny guy. Yeah. I want to see him do well in the UFC. I, I think he will, man. I'd that like, I'd I like mean, to he see looked. Him on the mic. Dude, he was, it was one of those things where I, I, I was watching him and I was like. Ooh, uh, what is this? You know, like you, you just, sometimes you watch certain people, you're like, this is uh, different, you know? That's kind of how I felt when I first time I watched uh, that kid Tamar, or uh, what's that, like the guy out of the trains with Edgar and those guys? Tim, uh, Tamer? Yeah, that kid. Oh, David, Tamer? David Tamer? No, not David Tamer. No, the guy, uh, the guy. Tamar Valiev? The guy, no, the guy from Dagestan, the big tall guy. Beat? 
Sabit, yeah. Sabit, first time dude, I saw him, oh I was like, God. "Oh, Magomed Sharapov." Yeah, Zabit yeah. Is a fucking. Kill. I was like, "What is this?" Oh, and is it, that how you say it? And I, I was watching Sabit. him, and he was buried on one of those like UFC Japan cards or something. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, it was he a fought thr- in it was the uh, Phoenix UFC Phoenix card. No, but he fought overseas before that. He's still fighting. Oh, yeah. uh, and Rodriguez, it was one of those. Right? And it was fighting, yeah, it was yeah. one of those things where I watched him. And I go, "This is the next champion." Like this is I, I first fight in. Yeah, year right. Yeah. yeah, he's Next. fighting Yair Rodriguez. Woo! I'm excited for that fight. Lots of spinning shit. So uh, what do you got coming up? I loved that video uh, of uh, Zabit when he fought uh, Kyle Bokniak. Oh, yeah. And that guy made the video, the uh, the Aussie guy that like... The Aussie Man Reviews. Yeah, the Aussie Man Reviews. <laughs> dude, the video he made of that fight fucking that killed one. me, dude. It was so good. But then someone... someone bitched about copywriting out. Uh, it disappeared. So what, do you, so pissed. what do you got coming up, Vince? Um, nothing, just training, working, working my ass off. I just got a new washer, which is the excitement of my life right now. Nice. My washer took a shit, and I found no, out that, no. yep, I found out my, okay, so my washer took a shit, and then I find out my washer that took a shit has a recall on it, because apparently the drum, when you, on the spin cycle, it comes loose, and the drum fucking basically just walks Do you need off, a dryer? I have a, I have a working dryer. Huh? I'm getting rid of my dryer. No, I have a dryer. My set's brand new, it's like three years old. Uh but uh, yeah, so the washer apparently has a recall because the the drum in it. If you put it on high speed, it'll come loose and fucking walk off and like fuck whatever's up in its way. Fuck. And people got hurt. Like some lady got her jaw broken. Some other lady got her knee like torn. Like some a couple people got messed up from it. I guess. <laughs> washers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from the washer drum, because dude, those things spin like sixty or hundred miles an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, of spinning. course. Yeah, they, yeah. And that thing, like when it catches momentum, it just fucking catches the ground. <laughs> like when it cradles off somewhere. Like at most tavern when they were betting on the washer and dryer, which one's gonna make it out the door first? That's why Dominic Cruz was out for three years. People don't know that. He's back. He's cleared. I thought he slammed the door. Really? Yeah, he got cleared. Nice. He wants to fight now. Good. Nice. I mean, that, that guy was a problem for anybody. I'm and our excited. boy Bubba J signed with Brave. Yes, there we go. So I can't wait to fight him and see him watching in uh, 2024. Can't wait to fight him? Can't wait uh-huh. to see him fight in 2024. Yeah. Uh, he signed with the Brave Combat Federation. Brave it's FC. It's like a new up and coming one. Like yeah, it's, a, it's over in England, I think, right? Or we'll, Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm happy for him, man. He's, I just wanted him to fight. Yeah. Like, I just want to see him back in there. He corners everybody. I saw him uh, at LFA. So, Tyler, what do you got coming up? Uh, hopefully, we can get this, this fight figured out for, like, October. November. He's looking for a fight, if you know anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, his, his first pro fight. In the meantime. Oh, it's going to be your first one? Yeah. I thought you had a pro fight already. No. Can, 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 uh, can me and Vince corner you? I'll corner you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, no, I have my I have corner my you in a dark set, room. Uh, <laughs> I still need to talk to my I need to talk to my uh, my sensei and, and run it. Sensei by. Ludwig. Sensei, yeah, sensei Ludwig. <laughs> sensei Nishi. Um, yeah, so hopefully get I get a fight here with that. before the end of the year, and then uh, just just train it. Now, if I want to come to your gym, where do I go? You can go to Revolution Martial Arts in Culver City. Um, or or Corday Leon, soon to be Braxton's combat sports. But is PKG right now, still around over there? PKG, yeah, they're in. I think they're still in Westwood, right? Really? I thought they were in Culver. Maybe they are in Culver now. I knew they were around there. They somewhere. were in Westwood before. I, I remember like old PKG when it was like on Westwood Boulevard. I don't know where they are now. I never knew. And uh, CB, what do you got? Uh, graphing the rest of the week. Birthday next Monday. And uh, oh shit. 
Yeah, I'm getting old, man. Be? 33. Hey, you know what? I got your wedding invitation. I'm like, who the fuck is Brandon? <laughs> I know. That's that's one of the things I was thinking about. His parents are the same thing. And I was I looking at the photo, and I'm like, I don't recognize, I'm like, I don't recognize either one of these two fucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, fuck, there's a bunch of people that only know me as CB that have no idea my real name is Brandon, and then they're, they're probably getting it like, what the fuck is this? Well, I guess I'm going to crash somebody's writing. Um, no, but Graffiti Palace Tattoo, 4427 Lancashire Boulevard in North Hollywood. Three amazing artists, um, 12 to 9.30, seven days a week. Come in, mention MMA Roasted, get 10% off whatever tattoo you want. And uh, if, you're lu- if you're lucky enough, I'll be around to uh, hang out with you. People, more people. <laughs> I think I just threw up. Me being sarcastic as fuck. Oh, no, 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 you'll pay a small you know fee for that kind of thing. I will thing. say one thing. I'll pay extra to have that not, I'll pay extra to have that not happen. You know, you know what though? I will say one thing. Being on MMA roasted, like I go to fights and people just walk by. They're like CB. I'm like, yeah, you know, you just know me from celeb status. Shit, That's like, good, right? It's awesome, oh, yeah, man. Cool. It's it's really cool. A lot of uh, there was three fans that. I met over at LFA. We were tweeting, and I'm like, this arena is like the size of a one-bedroom apartment. I'll walk over there. Ended up talking for like an hour and a half. <laughs> Three big fans of the show. Really cool dudes. Um, it's just fun, man. It's fun to have people recognize you and not think you want to kill them. No, I was at uh, the Dave Chappelle, John Mayer after party in Montreal this weekend. Ooh, and, uh, and, and, and some cute girl was like, I know you. And I'm like, I'm a comedian. She's like, no, MMA roasted. I was like, I'm like, wow, you're, I think you're the first female fan I've met. Well, everybody else is offended by your Colby Covington show. Yeah, I know. Uh, so anyway. Listen, people, I will be at the Ha Ha Comedy Club this Friday night and Thursday night. Okay, if you're coming to the UFC, come to the Ha Ha, uh, 8.30 and 10.30. Uh, uh-huh. I'll, I'll try to get Woodley to do custom comedy on there. Uh, next Sunday night, I'm in the Long Beach Laugh Factory. Uh, and then coming up, uh, I'm in Springfield, Missouri, uh, Thursday, August 30th to, uh, and, and September 1st. And then I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee, September 6th. To the eighth at the comedy at uh, the comedy catch. Then I'm in Rochester, New York, September twentieth, twenty-first. Then I'm in v- Vancouver, September twenty-eighth, twenty-ninth, in British Columbia. And then I'm in Dem- Dem- uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Des Moines, Des Moines, Des Moines Iowa. I always say Des. So I'm, in, I'm in Des. I I sort of for, for years I thought like. I'm like, what are whores divorce? I whores divorce? Hors d'oeuvres? That's kind of hors d'oeuvre? Is that an appetizer? Yeah, I was like, who, who the fuck keeps wanting? Why would I want whores divorce? Uh, so anyway. I'm, you I'm never at, know. I'm at, yeah, right. I, I used point. to say coupe, coupe de grace. Coupe What's de that? Grace. Instead of coup de gras. Huh. I've never even seen that word on paper. I don't know what that even is. But <laughs> <laughs> it probably looks so weird to be right now. I wouldn't even know how to read it. Anyway. Nothing is as bad as the dude... On Jeopardy, I think it was Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune that, that the Achilles, Achilles, yeah, Achilles, on, the man. Achilles, Achilles. You know that guy lost like a million bucks because yeah, of that, like yeah. over a million dollars. Wait, 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 he didn't say Achilles. Achilles. Oh, I fucking killed myself. Oh my Achilles. god, it was, it yeah, a college it was kid, like bro. <laughs> Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. <laughs> also, if you're uh, order off Amazon, go to AdamHunter.com first. Click on the link and then uh, go to Amazon.com. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Bye. Traps on some traps on some traps. Traps on some trap don't some trap don't some trap don't some. Tunis on the hook jump door pot line. Tada stolt and door pot amor. Tada.